0: Bale. Hi. Bruce Wayne. And what do you do for a living? I'd like you to handle this operation personally. Me? Nice outfit. Hold on a second. I can't make it then either. I've got a very
1: important meeting today.
0: Don't kill me! Don't kill me! Don't kill me, man! What are you? A you
1: Lieutenant, is there a
2: six-foot bat in Gotham City?
0: <laughs> Alfred, let's go shopping. Eh? <laughs> Jack is dead, my friend. You can call me Joker. I feel a little drunk. <laughs> and you're not anything.
1: Hey, one drink and I'm flying. <laughs> Wing freak terrorizes. Wait till they get a load of me. (laughs) Welcome to the Anything Goes Podcast, the best geek and pop culture show broadcasting from Long Island, New York. I'm your host, Timothy Rooney, and we're back when I'm doing a very special episode because guys. It's episode 89, so as you can tell from the title, we're doing something very specific with the number 89. It's a little bit better than 69, so we're talking about Batman. I mean
2: uh, – What did you talk about for episode 69?
1: What did we oh, – that's a good question. I don't even understand. I can't – it, it must be – uh oh, something really <laughs> innocuous. Wait, wait. So we're episode 89 and what are we doing? Batman because it came out in 1989.
2: You know other movies came out in 1989. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> I, I, I still don't
1: follow. Because uh, Warner Bros. released uh, Batman, uh, directed by Tim Burton, in the year 1989, I thought since it's a geek show, it would be nice to correlate the two with having this being our 89th episode. Yeah, still not getting it.
3: I'll take your word for it, though. Uh,
1: it was either this or Ghostbusters too. so, you know what? Um, yeah, I think you made the right choice. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, as people First say,
2: successful uh, superhero movie.
1: Yeah, well, technically the second.
2: What was the first one? Superman the movie. That's right. That's right. Superman came out.
1: As I was saying before, this is a wee uh, conversation. I'm not just talking to myself. We have returning uh, uh, guest host uh, Dakota. How are you doing? I'm not going to kill you. I want you to do me mm. a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me.
0: What are you? I'm Batman. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Pass for Patrick. Perfect. Just, just wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like we- to thank the Academy. <laughs> uh, and we have a new guest. I uh, want well, to guess. Would you introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Tommy.
2: Uh, I am a musician slash video editor slash do almost anything for money. That came out wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my. Let's just say I'm a working man. No, <laughs> let's just say
0: <laughs> I'm, an entre-
2: I'm an entrepreneur. Oh, and- <laughs> is that how we're going? I do think it? you're
3: getting out of this. <laughs>
2: I like comic books. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that doesn't like the default answer to get out of any argument at, at, like, you know, at a comic book convention. Like, I like comic books. Just well, as your default answer there. I wanted
2: I wanted to say, I wanted to work this in the beginning uh, so to let you guys know. I do rap. Yes. Uh, if you want to throw on the bat dance instrumental, I'm not not going to freestyle to it. Um, that is an option. We could do that. I noticed your vocal warm-ups before. Yes. My vocal warm-ups were usually freestyle rapping. Um... I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. I don't normally have to warm up my vocals this often. So, Whoa. Uh, but, uh, yeah. If if you guys want me to do that, we could... We could... You know, I'm I'm on my way
1: around. I'm like, God damn it, I can't get <laughs> out of this. <laughs> so, like I was saying, we were talking about Batman 89, so let's jump into our review of it right now. <laughs> So up. yes. Uh, when were you first introduced to this movie? Actually, that's a really
3: good question. Um, I would have to say I was a ki- little kid because I remember o- having the VHS uh, box of it, mm-hmm. uh, not the just, clamshell, but like you know the
1: cardboard, the, the, the sleeve, sleeve. Or uh, just the sleeve. Not the tape.
3: Well, the tape was in it. Oh, okay.
1: You just said sleeve, like oh, that's kind of no. Ridiculous. But I like, here always, you go. But
3: I think I remember like accidentally putting this on when I was trying to watch Ma- Batman Mask of Phantasm mm-hmm. and getting horribly freaked out by Jack Nicholson. So I removed it for, all from my memory. But I didn't really rediscover it until like back in high school or college, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. And then it was like, oh wow, what have I been missing? What have you been missing? A lot. That is true. A really good movie. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm missing.
2: And Tommy? Um, I don't remember a time where this movie was not in my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, 89 year came out, 91 year I was born. Um, So basically, this movie is literally older than me. Um, All of
1: us, yeah, so.
2: Yeah. I I can can say my first memory of a Batman movie is Batman Forever. And I know that wasn't the first Batman movie I've seen. Because I... (laughs) I would be totally lost with such such
1: complicated plot, Batman Forever. (laughs) How would I keep up? Um, But did you know that when it snows, my my eyes eyes become alive. alive. Let's stop.
0: Baby!
2: (laughs) Seal is no prince. Let's just say that. (laughs) Let's just say say that.
1: Uh... All right, I think we've sealed these jokes,
2: okay, guys? Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> God.
0: damn it.
2: Oh, man. Um, yeah, I don't remember a time where this movie wasn't a part of my life. Like, you said uh, Jack Nicholson freaked you out as a kid. As a kid, I'm just like, Batman! Wow, Jack Nicholson sure is killing a lot of people. <laughs> wow, man, yeah, I'm totally desensitized to this as a, as a seven-year-old. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what about you, Tim? When did you first get introduced to
1: Batman? Much like you to... Um, that was the band that was part of the Batman Forever soundtrack Uh what I meant about you two fellas. Oh, uh, damn it. <laughs> I'm not going to make out of this
3: podcast alive.
1: That was good. Uh, that, was, I mean, that, was, that was a
2: stretch and it was good. Yeah.
1: I mean, just hold me through and we kiss me, kill me. That's all I have to say. Yeah.
3: Yep. Break out the razor blades.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that wah pedal, though. Um, I remember, because I saw this at such a young age, I saw this... I was introduced to Batman 89, the animated series, and Batman 66 all at the same time. And I always I just accept them as Batman. Each iteration was like its own version of it. I knew there was differences. I mean, um, Jack Nicholson throws a pen into a dude's neck in this. Um, and then Batman 66, we have uh, Adam West punching a very hollow plastic shark and using shark propellant on him. And then we have what? Bat- Sometimes you just can't get rid, rid of a, a bomb. bomb. And then oh, classic uh, line. <laughs> and then we have Times in Batman in the Anime series where he's knocked down, he's stuck in a kid's basement. Oh god. I had, I had to reference the part the worst yeah. episode of the anime series right there.
3: Do you connect yourself to Shelton in that episode? What is that supposed to mean? I mean both redheaded children living in a basement, dreaming about Batman?
2: Forgotten by their parents.
1: <laughs>
0: like I was
1: saying. <laughs> Um, like, uh, like, uh, like you decoded. I have it on VHS. I was actually trying to find it really briefly before we started recording. I was like, I'm not going to tear my basement apart looking for it. I still have my original tape. I do not have the sleeve. I don't know where the hell that went. That lost. Uh, I lost. have
2: both. I have the tape and the sleeve. I showed you a picture of it. I should have brought it. Yeah, yeah. We cool. got
1: rid of that.
3: My, that was put in on sale at a garage sale in the early 2000s. Ugh.
1: and I actually even bought the. Um, I, I, a few, I didn't have any of the toys from that line. I wish I had a Bob Lagoon action figure. That would have been pretty cool just to have one. So like that would be. Um, but I do have like a tie-in comic for it. And it was just one of those movies that I would I would come home and I would watch multiple times a week. It would be like other movies that were kind of in the rotation. It was like Back to the Future Part 3 because we had that on tape before we had Part 1 and Part 2. Um, That's why I have such an affinity for that third movie. And I know a lot of people have little problems with it um, along with.
2: Wait, you would watch Back to the Future 2 or you would watch Back to the Future 3? 3. 3. Okay, I thought you. I think you said two.
1: Uh, one and two. One I, and two. I, I okay. got them on my same birthday. Uh-huh. I, I, maybe I was like six or seven. I remember it was the same year I got a bike for the first time. I remember because like those were the three big gifts I had for that birthday. Um, and so I always, so I minutes mean, it's why I have affinity for Westerns because of Back to the Future 3. And I would always like alternate between that, Batman, and Wizard of Oz. I know it's very three different, there's three very different movies right there. That, could,
2: that brings you down comic book lane, Western sci-fi lane, and Harry Potter lane right there.
1: That explains so much. Yeah,
3: that really does. Especially the Harry Potter part.
1: Though. Yeah. Do, 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 do. The more you know. You're welcome. You don't need therapy. <laughs> no, it's not the bad yeah. yeah.
3: um, Yes, you're welcome. I just sent te- uh, Tim a text message with a link to the $20. Uh, to buy for $20 the Bob
1: the Goon action figure. A, nice. And so, and I think it's because I was. Introduced to so many different iterations of Batman early on, that's why I can accept Batman in multiple different platforms and different kind of takes on him. And like I realized, like the two Burton movies are very different from the Schumacher movies. Even as a kid, I, I recognize that. But I'm like, oh, it's still Batman. Even when Batman Robin came out, I'm like, oh, right, it's a little bit sillier than the previous ones. But I think because we had so many different versions of Batman, we
2: had the animated series, we had Tim Burton, we had uh, Adam West. Mm-hmm. And I, like you, my parents, once after I saw 89, and I was like, I need more Batman in my life. My parents were like, well, here's the Batman TV show from the 60s. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Psh, hell yeah. Right. Um, we had the Justice League version of Batman. Because Justice League didn't come on that much late, longer after the animated series. That I was 2000? 2000 was 2000?
3: It, was 2000? Uh, it was, came out after Super, the Superman animated series ended, which was, was about 2000. Around, around
1: 97, uh, 96, or 97 is when because, Superman series came no, on. No, uh,
3: it started, No, if I remember correctly, Batman Beyond and Justice League started at the same time. So that's okay, that's what I was trying to make sure
1: if they were at the same time.
2: Okay, so it was 99. So over this 10-year scape, we have how many different Batmans? We have Adam West, George Clooney. Uh, Val, Kilmer, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy. That's five different Batmans. I say Adam West already? Yes. That's the yes. first one I said. We had five different Batmans. So we're very accepting of telling this story through different lenses. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I think a younger generation would be more like, well, that's not Christian Bale.
1: Yes. And, mm-hmm. like, even as... Uh, and there'll be certain things that I'll have to kind of connect Batman 89 with with Batman Begins once I, when I mm-hmm. saw it. And I'll kind of contextualize mm-hmm. certain things to it. But... um and so, with that said, we open up with Batman Nine with the going through the shield logo, and, and it's it's so. <sighs> watching it last night, I, I got caught up in that in the opening of it.
2: I have something to say about how I felt about watching it last night because the first thing I noticed was I was like, "Oh man, that's right! This is one of the ones where Warner Brothers logo doesn't turn into the Batman logo." No doesn't morph into it.
1: No. It would, like, and then I'm
2: like, oh, man, I'm bummed out. And then as I'm watching the opening credits roll, I'm like, oh, wait. This is the one where it snakes through the logo. And then it zooms out. This is great.
1: <laughs> um, and so with the Batman logo and everything. like, But before, actually, I almost I, – I, I. I can't believe I almost skipped over this. One of the things that has always been so indelible with me with this movie, because I watched it on VHS the Nazi in theater when I first run, I did have a theater experience with Dakota, we'll get into that a little bit later, is that there was two commercials. Um, very Batman centric commercials on the VHS tape. One was a Diet Coke commercial.
0: Hello. Gotham Cornerstone. Yes, we seem to be down to our last diet Coke. A gentleman is on his way to pick some up. Just look
2: for a black car. No, this black car will be rather difficult
3: to miss. And by the way, the gentleman is usually in quite a
1: rush.
0: Just for the table
1: It's it's Alfred calling the department, store, like, the corner store, like, we seem to be down to our last Diet Coke. And it just cuts the montage of Michael Keaton driving the Batmobile through the woods and through Gotham and eventually stops at the store. And at the very end of the commercial, somebody attached, like, a tiny cape to the Diet Coke can. And it's blowing a wind machine, so it's kind of billowing in the wind behind it as, like, the, uh, the, like, a little bit of ice is kind of going through the air at the same time. It's like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then after that is a Daffy and Bugs Bunny cartoon talking about the Warner Brothers uh, catalog that you could get.
0: Hold it. Hold it right
2: there. Let's see if you're really ready to watch this movie. Okay,
0: popcorn? Check. Soft drink? Check.
2: Warner Brothers ball cap? Aha! You can't watch a Warner Brothers movie without a Warner Brothers ball cap. Listen, Doc, what if they ordered a Warner Brothers ball cap so they had it next time? Well, uh. Here's all you have to do, folks. Just send for this. Uh-oh. A new Warner Brothers catalog. Use it to order your Warner Brothers bull cap. And while you're at it, you can order stuff like t shirts, posters, movie books, ties. That's neckties. It's all in the catalog. Which you can get now by dialing this 900 number. So when you get a chance, call. No, no, they have to call now. They can't watch the movie until they order their new catalog. You're despicable.
1: Don't forget to call, folks. And it would be like, and it had the Batman logo on it. It's like, hey, if you call ahead, you can get things like t shirts, posters, and everything.
2: And. Have we called that number? No.
1: Can I, we call that number? I think we probably can. It's probably disconnected, but uh, unless it's like – we call it. It's like the one dude. That, um, i try to remember the guy's name in Office Space that they put in the basement, the one with the stapler who uh, freaks out and burns down the Oh, bill. Milton? Milton. Yeah. I feel like it's like one more of <laughs> If that's, that number still connected, it's Milton, the one who's pick up the phone. So like, it's like, nobody's called the number in like 25 years. How are you doing? And I'm like, i can I get any Warner Brothers catalogs? I, no, we don't have any more left.
2: My VHS tape from 20 years ago lied to me.
1: <laughs> Damn it! That's kind of like when I watch. Uh, if you watch like a lot of like the old like Raws or Nitros on the WWE network, they'll kind of they'll censor the call in numbers or try and cut around them because like the numbers are no longer in. in yeah, uh, or they were
3: sold off to different companies. Yeah, yeah.
1: So. I mean, like, guess how many people would be like, "Yeah, we keep getting we keep getting calls from wrestling fans." All of a sudden, we're we're a computer engineering company now. What's well, this? What's this nonsense?
3: Okay, totally not Batman related. Um, don't say it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so how's your
1: sex life? So
3: <laughs> the movie um, Joe Almighty, I think.
2: Bruce Almighty. Bruce Thank Almighty. Bruce Almighty.
3: Thank you. Uh, the phone number that was given. Uh, to, for him to call back to God seven 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 seven, yes, it's actually it was a taxi cab service in uh, Hartford, Connecticut. So and people, still is, and I can still confirm. Is. Yeah. Can confirm, still is. <laughs> yeah. So if you bought, so people kept calling to the point where the DVD release they changed to 777-3434
2: very funny. No, the 7th service. <laughs> it was. It wasn't just in Hartford. It was in New Haven. Yeah, like an, uh, and it was in. Uh, it was all around Connecticut. It was yeah. all around, like Southern Connecticut. Yeah. yeah. How do you know that? I went to school in Southern Connecticut. Where'd you go to school? I went to Quinnipiac.
3: <gasps> what the fuck?
2: What the fuck? Did you go to Quinnipiac? Yeah. What? His how whole family. His whole family did.
3: i 13.
2: That's when I graduated. What? How the fuck? How the fuck don't I know you?
3: I don't know. I did the comics in the newspaper. You did really? Yeah.
1: The fuck, did we just become best I friends? you yeah. song. What? Yeah. <laughs> I remember you telling me. This. I remember you telling me the credit Piac. I remember you telling me that. I totally forgot to mention that to you. Isn't
0: that this is weird as <laughs> fuck? <stuff. laughs> <laughs> this
1: is revelation theater. On, huh? right right.
2: graduated from uh, the video production school.
3: Okay, I was in school business. Okay, so that's why we. That never- would
2: explain. Do you know? Um, we're not going to talk about this on the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about this <laughs> later.
0: <laughs> Holy
1: shit. Jesus Christ. We got to go get a beer after this.
2: Dakota,
1: Dakota, I text Dakota. Hey, you want to do something? No, me and Tommy are hanging out. Oh. Um, sure. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> Fuck off, <to> Tim. <laughs> <laughs> go bowling. Or we could kill ourselves. <laughs> Let's go bowling. Oh, oh man. So, reveal Gotham City. And I love how it's is so art deco and it's very stylistic and it's, a, it's obviously a matte painting for the most part of it And then we cut to uh, like a wide shot of like the pinewood studios where they shot this it, with the matte paintings extensions to build the city up and make it look just so claustrophobic and everything and then we have the most unluckiest couple probably in america right here
2: i would like to say gotham's taxi service is not good no they... they they do not stop for white people
1: <laughs> no <laughs> Like, oh, uh, this is my taxi. Nope. And some dude just just like, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: just walks right from him. He ignores cab. him. He totally ignores him. The in- he's like, sir, this is my taxi. Sir, sir. He just doesn't listen and gets in his taxi. He
1: smiles and gets in while he's
2: nodding his head. <laughs> yeah,
3: but this isn't exactly something that's not n- new to, like, New York City cabs either. No. I mean, there is other movies where they depict, like, someone, like, hailing a cab. They're talking in the window and
1: someone just hops in the backseat and the cab just takes off. Have you ever had that happen to that you? That has never happened to me. Has that happened to, like, any of you guys before? You ever taken a cab in I rarely take a cab, so, and, like, last time I did it, like, I was kind of sad, and mopey going back to Penn Station. But nobody hopped in
2: it and took it from you. No,
1: I was jumped <laughs> out and went to a strip club uh, on the way back to the Penn Station because, well, I thought that made make me feel better. Did mm. it make you feel better? No, because I didn't end up doing it because he just kept going. It was a green light. If it was a red light, I would have considered jumping mm. out. Mm. Yeah. You
2: probably would have just felt bad about
3: yourself afterwards anyway.
2: Yeah,
1: it was like... Mm. It was, not no, it was Saturday that, night, it so it probably would have no, had a would be
3: heading home with stripper, uh, stripper dust all over you.
1: Yeah, that stuff is like, hard to come out of. Like, yeah. That is like embedding your skin and everything. Yeah, pretty much, it gets in your lungs. <laughs> <laughs> and so this couple that we thought, like, at first you were like, um, like, you could say, if you were unaware, like, oh, is this Bruce Wayne? Is this, like, the origin?
2: Exactly. Um, it, really, it really mirrors the origin.
1: Yeah. And then you have the, 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 the uh, luck, dumbest luck, trying to go down an alley in Gotham City. Dumbest dumbest idea to begin with. Yeah. And the father is so headstrong, like, I know where we're going, and leads him down. Uh, and I wonder, like, because there's one bum, like, in part, the alleyway, it's like, hey, can I just have a dollar? And they don't give it to him. Would they have spared them if he gave him a dollar? No. Because the other guy was still set up to like knock knock out the
3: first person that comes around that corner. That's true.
2: I think that bum is an innocent homeless man, because even he was like he was like, "Hey, buddy, can I have a dollar?" And he gets ignored, and he's just like, "Just a dollar." And he's like, "What? You don't speak English?" <laughs> like that's how I would react too if I asked somebody for a dollar and they just ignored me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, I'm going okay, to the back of my mind. So next time you hard for cash, I'm just going to ignore you just to see what happens. <laughs> and so the father gets clocked, the mother gets scared uh, by the other. Um, a uh, guy who's robbing them. They take their money and, and jewelry and run away. And Batman watches this happen. For, it a, doesn't a, do anything. He's like, ooh, that sucks. <laughs> I remember that happening to me when I was a kid. I wish someone would have
3: stopped
2: that traumatizing event. <laughs> I mean, maybe well, he was having flashbacks.
1: <laughs> I don't know. He, he's having non-flashbacks on top of that building right uh, there. He's like, okay, I'm now I'm going to go terrorize these two guys. Yeah, and there's a little piece of animation. Of the kid well, uh, yeah. gets animated, First Batman Animated Series moment kind of sort of
3: not really but, uh, could be argued yeah could be, could
1: be argued. argued yeah i know that and so we have the two go- two goons on the the
2: who, who welcome the two goons where they go hide up in a building yeah don't know why they're doing that uh-huh. um but the very obvious welcoming of batman by continuously declaring he doesn't exist <laughs> like he's not real but he's like right behind them
1: <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it's like saying like uh uh what was the saying three times in the mirror at midnight or something like that Singing, oh, like, bloody, candy, mary. bloody mary yeah. candy man he's just gonna show up or how south park made fun of when they made fun of biggie, him, small. biggie small showing up like god damn it, i gotta keep showing up and... <laughs> he's gonna shoot, and shoot you in the face <laughs> but it has but my favorite line deliveries at any movie is when the guy the one like the, the nicer of the two guys who robbed them is trying to get out of it and the one dick is like trying to smoke a cigarette and he's like now you want this kind of money now shut up shut, shut up <laughs>
3: Hey, American Express! Never you know, go with without it. get out of here.
1: <laughs> I've never, i I've, I've said shut up to people so many times, but I've never had the inkling to, I had to say it in that regard. I have to say, it, just shut up, shut <laughs> up. As Batman descends in the background, very gothic, like I love that. Oh, yes, I mean that's a great introduction to Batman. Then, oh, yeah, we they hear him approach, and he just build, he flashes them. Uh, maybe not like that, but <laughs> uh... I don't know. <laughs>
2: Maybe maybe it was part of the Prince video. <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> no, I'm just thinking it's like Buffalo Bill with like the little Shaw—he's wearing while he's <laughs> his the sack bag. Uh, they pull a gun, shoot him. He falls down, but gets back up inhumanly. Uh, Batman kicks one of the dudes through the door, and I think it's how Michael Keane, like kind of screwed up his back because of how constricting that bat suit was yeah. in that kick.
2: He could clearly only dropkick people. Yes. And, if he's got a good and running backwards start. fist punching. Yes.
1: And like his his movements are a little limited. As the actresses show, the one dude tries to run away, he grappling hooks him, holds him over the edge. We have the famous moment like what are you? I'm Batman. Batman. <laughs> Toss us into side. Is song. that the
2: first I'm Batman?
1: As like is it as, a, as a serious? I think like Adam West has probably introduced himself as a Batman. I, like hello yeah, I am Batman. I'm ba-
2: I mean, but is that like the the beginning of the
1: I'm, I'm Bat- Bat- Batman. Yes. I'm pretty sure. It's a great eh? moment. Yeah. So. Great moment. And I think it's very clear, like I said before, this is not the first comic book movie. This is the second one. And it is a proof that Dick Donner's Superman from 1978 was not a fluke. That comic book movies could be taken seriously. And I think it's smart that they did not follow the Superman formula by doing the origin first. and just jumps right into the fact that he's already Batman and will sprinkle throughout Bruce Wayne's uh, origin. Well, this was also helped along by uh, Frank Miller's *The
3: Dark Knight Returns*. Yes, because if that if he didn't make that comic book, I still don't think this movie would have been made, no matter how successful Superman was.
1: No, I think that because that was became such a part of pop culture how zeitgeist. Many, how many
3: Superman movies were in between the first Superman and this Batman movie? Four. Four. So with I've,
1: diminishing returns as they went.
3: Yeah. So
2: it, including one buddy cop comedy with Richard Pryor.
1: Yeah, Superman three. <sighs> oh boy. <laughs> Not as bad as Superman four, the Quest of Peace. That's that's Is that the one where he turns back time? No, the first one he makes turns back time. No, oh. the Quest of Peace was done like by canon films. Like you know the like the really low budget stuff that usually does the Chuck Norris movies? Yes. And where like the he at one point he's in space, he opens up the door to a spaceship and he's talking to the Russian uh astronauts in space.
2: With the door open. Yeah. And Who his should- cape is billowing. In is faith. this is this the is this a Superman where he puts all the nuclear bombs into the sun? Yep. I think I stopped watching after that scene. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> That's like the first like the, I made I did I made a meme out of like the first Batman v Superman trailer when it's Superman going to the Congress and he's addressing them. I took that moment and I said like effective immediately I am going to eliminate all nuclear weapons on Earth. Well, you
3: obviously know my stance on Superman, so it's yes. not a shock that I've never seen any of the Superman movies.
1: I think you should at least watch the first one for the Which one is you... the
3: one where he's sitting in the bar getting drunk? Three, three. I think it is three
1: because it's, no, it's not in two. No two
2: because one, one and two, I think, are excellent.
1: Yeah, even like even the, the theatrical cut or the Dick Donner cut, both are excellent. Um, the ending for two is still problematic. I'm like, yeah, he, he kills a bunch of people. Very he kills people cheerfully, and that and everybody gets on uh, the one uh, where, Henry Cavill's dick, when he kills one. Per, uh, kills this, a couple this is the people one where they kill Zod. Zod, yes. Zod, so,
3: and then like then when he
1: has no powers, he beats the shit out of him, and then he gives Lois Lane a
3: super dicking in the cave of.
0: And
1: that's why Superman returns. He's a
3: he's a he's a father and a child out of wetlock. Oh boy!
1: I and wonder... he creepily stalks Lois Lane in Superman Returns. Brandon Ralph. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but no.
3: So yeah. So I don't. So yeah. So even though the first. Superman movie was a success. You still had three movies that went downhill after that. Right. But because of Frank Miller's uh, Dark Knight Returns and how how well that did, mm-hmm. then that this is how that movie got made.
1: And Tim Burton like definitely took a lot of inspiration from Alan Moore's The Killing Joke, kind of like stylistically, and kind of like the origin for Joker and this. And I've kind of like after Dakota and I have been on the kind of a similar path with the Batman: The Killing Joke ever since the animated movie, and we kind of. Did we not still, like.
3: We still gotta talk about the anime movie. Must we? If
1: we said we would. want. If you
2: remove the Batgirl story, how do you feel about it?
3: It still would have sucked.
2: Yeah. It still would have sucked. Yeah.
1: Really? And, and even like the Batgirl story, I don't have that much problems with. If it was
3: its own standalone thing, not uh, not as a tool to make you want to care more about Be- Barbara, Barbara, Gordon. Barbara Gordon when she gets shot and whatever else happens.
2: Uh, and made movie. Didn't feel one way or another about it. Honestly, I thought it exists. The comics better. Yeah, yeah like, but even
1: like then, I start questioning like the value of the comic afterwards. I'm just like, cause I'm just like, it was supposed to be kind of like an Elseworlds story, and yet it became part of continuity and Batgirl went on to become Oracle.
2: Right. Um, Batgirl becomes Oracle. It's supposed to be non-canon. Yeah. Killing joke. Same thing as Dark Knight Returns. A so is Dark Knight Returns. So is um, what's the Superman one that's supposed to be the last issue of Superman? Oh. I have? I have that. I have that. I don't know, it's another Alan Moore story. Oh, without, whatever without, happened
1: to Man Tomorrow. Whatever
2: happened to the Man of Tomorrow. Another good one-shot Alan Moore story. <laughs> um, but uh, the killing joke just gives – it gives the Joker his origin. Um, a origin. A origin. Uh, I, I like how they used it in this movie. Um, I think there was an opportunity to have him have a red helmet on, and they did it, and they missed it. And I'll tell you exactly where that is in the movie. i recognized it. Um, there is a scene where his boss says, "Jack, I want you to do this." Yeah. And he goes, "I don't know if I should do it, man. The fumes." Yeah. That would have been a perfect opportunity. He's like, "Well, we have this you could put on."
0: Yeah,
1: that's true. This but also- do you, but do you cover up Jack Nicholson's face? Yeah, that's that's. You're thing. gonna
2: see it for the rest of the movie. That's true. Yeah.
3: Kind of, sort of, without the makeup. But
1: also, make you
2: don't. You, it's, it's also. It's. It was an opportunity to work in some comic book like winking at the at yeah. the audience kind of thing. Not necessary. No. Um, but it's just something that I noticed in the writing that they could have. They could have done it. They didn't have. To, they didn't do it. They didn't. They don't have to do it. No. But uh, would have been would if if Easter eggs were prevalent back then. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's something they would have done.
3: Yeah, it also helped the this Joker out. Definitely helped uh for form the animated series joker and his kind of origin story it's different his origin story is a little bit different as you see in uh, uh mask of the phantasm yeah but it still has that gangster origin
1: right minus the red hood he's even called jack napier at one point he's like if y- he in the gets- arkham asylum it's on his door
3: that's jack napier
1: yeah or it's mentioned like in conversation briefly like it's like a throwaway line and if you like blink and you miss a kind of moment yeah because I mean, maybe in one episode where Batman is kind of institutionalized, hmm. where it had where they believe like he's been fear toxined. It's a Scarecrow episode. And he's like yeah, in the shape.
3: Do they really have Jack Nap- Napier on the, over? I'm pretty sure. like I oh, kind of okay. revisit that. Re- um, but
1: also, it has one of the creepiest moments where, like, he's trying to stop Scarecrow and he sees giant versions of his um, mm-hmm. villains and their heads exploding and keep re- re- revealing yeah, that himself. That was a great episode. Yeah. Yeah. But so with that many night, the next scene is when we introduce to Billy D. Williams as Harvey Dent coming to take people him. of Gotham. I'm a man I a promise fuge.
3: you, Colt forty five for everyone. <laughs> the drink, not the
1: weapon. <laughs> with a free gun in Gotham <laughs> City, you may need it. Why not both? Yeah. <laughs> for how this prate's looking? You may need both. I thought it was.
2: I think personally, Harvey Dent, a white comic character, being cast casting Billy D. Williams. In 89, like, that's, like, progressive as hell.
1: Yes. Yeah. And it was supposed to be on the intention that he would eventually become Two-Face. Which he eventually did in a Lego Batman movie. Finally. Yes.
2: Finally. Tommy Lee Jones, more like Tommy Lee. No. Bad (laughs) jokes. uh. Listen, I'm not. On, I'm not completely on tonight.
1: <laughs> it'll get better. You <laughs> <laughs> only go off from here. Are you to say something to go to? No,
3: I was just Tommy Lee Jones. The crossover between Joker and Two Face. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's kind of like how the Riddler was uh, in that movie was Riddler and the Mad Hatter at the same time. I'm really?
0: About I can it. see that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. Oh,
3: that yeah, that's that really more of a the Riddler did that. Hopping off of Batman Eighty Nine, back to the, Batman Forever. Yeah, back to Batman Forever. <laughs> we're gonna lose Batman forever. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we're,
2: we're gonna lose Batman forever. forever? <laughs> 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 oh my god, the title's a question. <laughs> <laughs> Batman Forever.
3: No, but that yeah, the whole, uh, the whole Riddler plot, plot is something you could see uh, a Mad like, Hatter doing. gimmick. Yeah, yeah, it's more of a Mad Hatter gimmick than a Riddler gimmick.
1: Riddler has more. Because Jill Schumacher knew the Riddler from the 60s TV show, so that's why they went with that. Yeah. But... Anyway. So we're introduced to Alexander Knox, who's kind of investigating these bad appearances that are going on in Gotham, with Porkins playing uh, Lieutenant Eckhart. To kill, <laughs> if you know what I mean.
2: Oh, my God. I have a great note about, about Eckhart that we'll get to. <laughs> it's like a, a
1: giant winged thing, kind of like a bat. Someone dubbed <laughs> you for <over> my lines. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: the fact that when... Gordon gets to the chemical plant, mm. and he goes, who's in charge here? And Eckhart, someone goes, sir. Eckhart, sir.
0: Oh, my God. Oh,
2: my God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> As if, like, why
2: is he still on the force if that's the reaction that you're getting from the commissioner? I can't prove
3: anything on me. <laughs> Nice try, At the same time, he kind of sets up the it's, fact that it's a, it is a corrupt police department. But
2: it doesn't sound like he's a corrupt cop. It sounds like he's someone who just always <laughs> ruins everything.
3: <laughs>
2: I can see him
1: be part of the Police Academy movies. <laughs> I
2: also, okay, Gordon says, oh my God, four times in this movie. I counted.
1: I know of two. I know. Of...
2: There's, there's, um.
1: With that, when he mentioned that car, when he sees Batman for the first time. When he sees Batman
2: for the first time. Um. Well, he said it enough for me to write down in my notes. Oh my God, Gordon's catchphrase. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. So after the, like Knox is like kind of pressing for it, and um, Eckhart pushes him off. He goes to meet uh, Jack Nicholson's Jack Napier, and talks about like, hey, somebody's sniffing around our fronts. So you got to do something about it. I love how he pays him off. Like he has his payoff money. Uh, it's like a bunch of little snack, Eckhart, and it's stuffed between two pieces of bread. I wonder if he actually ate the bread.
2: (laughs) The Eckhart I know would.
1: (laughs) With the money, (laughs) with the money, (laughs) which I which I wonder, like, why didn't you just make him Harvey Dent? uh, Not Harvey Dent, uh, um, Bullock. At this point, because well, because Bullock
3: wasn't corrupt, was he? He was Bullock is soiled, but he's not dirty.
1: That's true.
3: It's like, okay, so Bullock toes the line, but he's never on the take. He'll right. do whatever he can to get justice. Meanwhile, Eckhart just like, ah, whoever gives me the bigger paycheck, whatever.
2: It's funny saying. I thought it was Harvey Bullock until they said Eckhart. Yeah, like I was just assuming it was. It's the
3: same description. Of, yeah, of the and two build guys. of them. Yeah.
1: Um, and so after that, we cut to the following day, and it's the mayor talking to. Uh, dent and gordon about trying to get the parade up and then like the mayor looks like very like very ed kosh like this is like wow we are we are talking about pre juliani new york city at yeah. this point but right, where it's it's unsafe to go to 42nd street at night um and so after that we then we introduced to vicky vale played by kim bassinger we have a, uh and we have a bob kane sort of cameo because he, he did a drawing of batman a bat Man, to kind of make fun of Knox because he's kind of like the coot of the hey, Gotham Gazette. Di- what a dick! What a dick! Hello, no he, legs.
2: He, he, I, great character. Knox, a great character. Hello.
1: Yeah, and I'm, I'm really sad that he did not come back to see, like. There's so much like wasted opportunity that did not happen in Batman Returns, and I'm just like, why, why didn't you?
2: Did um, they ever? Did they if, ever? Not to get off of '89, but did they again. ever explain? Why Vicky Vale is just not in Batman Returns? I
3: think it was glazed over. It, yeah, was, uh, it was they explained it in like old. Like, it didn't work out. It didn't work. She talk.
2: knows Bruce Wayne's Batman now. It seems like one of those things. Like, she's, well, she's, the the she, yeah, she's like, at the bottom of the Batcave. Yeah, she's dead. at The bottom of the Batcave. She's dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 her and all the other workers that built the Batcave probably <laughs> are down there. I her neck. Didn't you guys
2: see Batman Begins? Alfred and Bruce built it together. In a montage we don't get to see that was cut, that I'm sure uh, Christopher Nolan has on file.
1: Just like how he has a 20 minute uh, montage of him getting back to Gotham City.
2: Let's not talk about no, not right the now. last Dark Knight movie. No, uh,
1: and, and there's so much, there's a lot of good in there, there's so much potential in there to be excellent. But anyway, I like your real name. You should go by Robin more often. <laughs> vomits. vomits. <gasps>
3: <laughs> so
2: there's a party. So Joseph Gordon Levitt is not in this movie, as <laughs> <laughs> far as we know.
1: No, he's this is before like Angels in the Outfield so he's very young. He it's could be
2: point. he could be uh getting some uh extra extra money.
1: That's true. Uh, so we're at this kind of uh party that's going this fundraiser that's going on at Wayne Manor. Save
3: the save
1: the Save the Parade kind of is it save the, or is it save the Save the Babs.
3: No, it saved, it saved, like, the birth... Like, Gotham's birthday festival. Right. The bicentennial. Saved the festival. The Bicentennial,
1: right. And so, we're introduced to Michael Keaton as as Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. and who's kind of, like, aloof. And just seems, he like, very plays, scatterbrained.
2: He plays him as, like, an awkward introvert. Yeah. Which is a very strange way to play Bruce Wayne, but I'm not totally against. Because maybe, maybe as, as nerdy people, we can relate to that?
1: It's quite possible. I mean, it's just so, like... He's, I don't...
2: Sorry, he is still smooth as fuck, though. Yes, he is. Being an awkward introvert, dude's got swagger.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I do not understand why he doesn't say to Kim... He says Vicky Vale who he is. He's well, like... Well, it kind
3: of sucks going... Like, oh, you saw everyone's there for Bruce Wayne's Save the Festival part, like, casino night. And you can see that all the invitations. I'm sorry... Do you know who Bruce Wayne is? He just sent me this invite. I have no idea who he is or who, who actually owns this house. But can you point me in the right direction?
2: Yeah, no, I don't know, don't know. Yeah, no idea. That's how I would react, I think. Honestly. I think that's how I would that's react, a, that, that might have just been like a candid
1: reaction from Michael Keaton. It might not have even been scripted. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not sure. Like, okay, thanks. And he's like, I love it. I, I like was
3: he... just signing a check to, this, to the <laughs> I, 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 I thought you were
1: flirting with me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> And then he puts the pen down in like a plan. Uh, uh, Alfred takes it up, and he finishes the <laughs> glass, puts on the the um, casino table. That almost falls in. I love Alfred. and Alfred picks up before I it love falls.
2: Alfred in this in this entire Bat saga from Michael here. Goth
1: as Alfred is awesome.
0: Yes,
2: I love him.
1: Um, and then so we have uh, we have Gordon and Dent uh, playing uh, craps uh, here in uh, Wayne Manor as Knox is trying to get a quote on them about the Batman, and, and everybody's kind of denying it, it sucks that we do not have a scene with Michael Keaton and Billy Dee Williams. I agree. And maybe it's because we're kind of spoiled in the fact, that I love the relationship, especially in the Batman and the animated series, that Bruce Wayne and Dent were friends before yeah. the accident. And it's been, it's been done that before, and then definitely in, like, Long Halloween, it's more of a contentious relationship between Dent and Wayne. Like, Dent does not uh, <clears throat> uh, trust Wayne at first, but eventually kind of, like... Wayne kind of's like, "Oh no, he's a good guy. We should be able to protect him." Like, kind of, "I believe in Harvey Dent."
3: I mean, even like in the newer comic book series, uh the one that you lent me which I still have to return to you uh, where Batman is taking Two-Face somewhere.
2: Oh, that is such a good... Thing. Oh, yeah, the, the rebirth uh, with Scott Snyder, yes. Yeah, yeah that is
3: like, such a good they, story. They, like, they're, they, they're, they're they that They were yeah. friends before yeah. this and that he kind of figured out who Bruce Wayne was. Yeah. yeah so. And,
1: and like, everybody and their mother is coming after because there's, like, a $10 million bounty on Two-Faces. stop him from wherever he's going. Yeah, like, like there were a Flush shows at one point and KGBs owns the shit out of him with one bomb. Yo,
2: they made KGBs like, all beast. The beast. Yes. Quote, he, I'm doing air quotes. So nobody can see that. Yeah. He. They. They renamed him probably to smooth over some of this Russia stuff going on. That's mm-hmm. true. Uh, to just the beast. They make him. They make him a monster, man. Like he is like ruthless in that
3: comic. <laughs> I love Jim- They did make him a pushover in the last Suicide Animated movie. That's true. Yeah, where he gets his head blown off five minutes into the movie. <laughs>
1: They, that was Assault on Arkham and they blew his head off. And they yep. need, every Suicide Squad movie or story needs to have the one red shirt. Yep.
3: Yeah, that was Beast in that one. Yeah. By the way, they're making a sequel. Yeah, I thing. heard. Yeah. I'm curious about making that. A, yeah.
2: They're making a sequel, non-animated one. How did that get greenlit? Because it made so much money, Ugh, but not like it's dirty money, Tim. Very <laughs> money. Margot
3: Robbie in a skimpy Harley Quinn outfit. That's why it's getting re- why it's getting a.
1: Steal. They won't get
2: a third one. I'll I'll bet they won't get
1: a third. The one. filmmaker that got behind it. I'm kind of I'm in all four. It's Gavin O'Connor who did Miracle. He did The Accountant. Okay. He did. Um... So kind
3: of like, well, I mean, Miracle is not a comedy,
1: however, but The kinda had some funny, like yeah. humorous moments into it. And the account with Ben Affleck has like his kind of dry humor with it, and it's very re- reverent of DC lore. So I'm all for it. Um, okay. Well,
3: I still got I still have to see Suicide Squad to be honest with you.
1: I, it is definitely the weakest of the DC EU. Mm-hmm. I, I will fully admit that, but I, I can't deny the it's fact that without,
2: it's not without it's not without some of its charms. Right. Um, it, the acting in it, on like Will Smith and Margot Robbie's part,
1: and uh... I, Jai Courtney, I think, is pretty cool Jack Hardy's pretty good at it too. It's boomerang. Um,
2: but uh, overall it's just kind of like it, it's kind of you, you kind of like see the movie and you're like well why couldn't Superman do this? He, why couldn't he handle this?
3: Oh yeah. Also I did see a clip in the new animated movie. Um, Amanda Waller is thin. Oh. Huh. I guess it was offensive that Amanda Waller was a plumped black woman but she's always been that she's
2: thin in, in the suicide squad movie and in yeah. the arrowverse
1: the arrowverse yeah well cw doesn't cast ugly or or yeah, unattractive amanda people waller can get in the arrowverse that's true <laughs> i mean like have you seen an unattractive person in the arrowverse that, that is not a villain
2: no they cast models man they're beautiful yes katie cassie if you're listening i want to take you on a date well this just amanda um,
3: waller doesn't exist because they did leave a assault on arkham on a cliffhanger with a dead shot with a sniper rifle at pointing at amanda waller's head true so maybe it's a different, powerful black woman in charge of the Suicide Squad.
1: Um, and so Knox and Vicky Bale go exploring through Wayne Manor, and they come across this kind of trophy room of Batman. This must be the king of the worker people. <laughs> like, and this one, I don't know where it's from. Japanese. How do you know that? I bought it in Japan.
0: Who are I'm you? sorry, who are you?
1: Ah, Bruce Wayne.
0: <laughs> it's
2: great. <laughs> Pre-social media, no one knows what anybody looks like. No.
3: But it's uh, it, it's a little. But weird. He's, like, he's a public figure. It's a little weird for me that like Gotham, Gotham City has no idea what the hell Bruce Wayne looks like. Even later on, when uh, Joker and Bob are going through pictures of like the press and everything, he's dating some guy w- named Wayne. He's dating some guy named Wayne. Like you should know
2: who Bruce Wayne is. Well, if you think about it, the way he's playing Bruce Wayne as the awkward introvert maybe he doesn't have yeah but they get out like that but there's
3: still Wayne Manor on the outskirts of the city and the killing of the Wayne was such a big thing that it made front page news when he was a little kid but that was all forgotten that's everything like that's just forgotten about so that's it's true. a little
1: we- it's a little weird i mean could you pick bill gates out of a lineup right now yes
2: probably all
1: right bad example it's a bad example
2: in this day and age, we see news articles. These people are constantly getting interviewed. Elon Musk is always—you see his page on Twitter every friggin' day. Yes, yeah. you pick him out in the lineup. You can pick Bill Gates out in the lineup. You can pick Steve Jobs, rest his soul, out in the lineup.
1: Oh, who's the guy who owns Virgin, uh, like records and everything? Oh, um, I, know, I know, I know,
2: he's one of my favorite billionaires. Yes, yeah, like you <laughs> pick him out of the
1: lineup. Okay, bad example. I yeah. mean, I'm saying like. I see, like, maybe at this point, like, he is w- just trying to be that person just, like, off the grid and, like, nobody kind of It makes guy, he, to, like...
2: he's not, he's not, like, a guru of anything. He's just a rich dude who inherited a bunch of money, like, and now he's throwing an event.
3: Yeah, but that, that, that makes, but, okay, who the fuck is Bruce Wayne? But he's throwing this gala to save the festival. Let's all go.
2: Well, it, I guess if you you get an invite and it's, like...
3: It, it, oh, I'm going to the creepy a old mansion. It's a rich person party. Let's just go. Like, that's not set up for... A
2: they they have they have these they do have these like galas i we can get into it my old job i used to uh sweep chimneys mm-hmm. um and i met this guy and he was insanely rich i have no idea what he does he has this gigantic mansion like i can't even tell you where it is it's like it's it's, it's, it's like crazy to get there it reminds me of like a bruce wayne type situation like mm-hmm. if uh if i was invited to i don't know, bill johnson's house let's say it's this guy's house and i'm like for a party because i have some money that i could donate and i go to this gala and i'm like who's bill johnson like this is a gigantic house who is this guy i see him more as a that type of a billionaire than as a public figure based on how michael keaton plays him in the movie
1: yeah like you think of it like yeah. in the arkham games or in the animated series where bruce wayne is very a public figure very He's public
3: He's the, uh, humanitarian. Yeah. Yeah. We're spoiled by all this canon. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) uh, it just, for me, it's just a very (laughs) weird take on Bruce Wayne that nobody knows who the hell he is.
1: No. Um, and so, one of my favorite lines of this movie is when, um... Uh, one of the waiters that's helping out Alfred comes in to, to have a conversation with Bruce and he's like, uh, we need to open a few more cases of champagne. How much? should we have? And like uh, six, six – uh, uh, he turns – and Bruce turns to Vicky and Knox and they're like, six is – Yeah, yeah. Um, six, is good. six is good. Six is good. Six is good. And so my friends Chris, Justin, and I are like, whenever we're unsure about like how much we should use or do, it's like six uh, – six Six is good. Six is good. <laughs> Uh, it's like I'm like I I, I asked Justin like sometimes when we go out and he's like, so Justin, how many you going to have? Like, six uh six. Six is good. I'm like, he's a wee fella too. So it's like, oh, that's going to be bad for you, sir. um And so then we see, by the way, how many bottles are
3: in a sh- case of champagne? Twelve. Okay. So he is opening up 72 bottles of champagne, which I'm betting is not cheap. Not the cheap shit. No. <laughs>
2: no, no Andre at Bruce Wayne's house.
1: um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alfred oh, no, no, no. tips him off that Gordon left, uh, uh, unexpectedly. Unexpectedly, sir. Would you excuse me? I believe like, you're going that, that way. Please. Yeah, like, pff, won't you telegraph it more, guys? Um, uh, and then we see Batman with glasses. Do you want to see a near sighted Batman? Wait, bat actual Batman with
2: glasses or Bruce, Bruce Wayne puts on glasses. Oh, I know he has glass. I know Bruce Wayne has glasses. I'm, th- I'm thinking like Batman cow. I <laughs> <laughs> the glasses like over us. I'm like I don't the remember. Dungeon. I
1: don't remember this scene. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've, I've seen I've seen memes of like somebody drawing glasses on Batman. Like, hey Clark, look, I'm not Batman. You can't tell it's me.
2: <laughs> Bruce Wayne with glasses. Bruce Wayne with glasses. Um, found it believable for the time period we're in. Uh, and also because he, he sits at the back computer a lot, chewing on the...
3: He's also reading things in the dark, so yeah. you're straining your eyes more. you and... a lot. Yeah. Sure. Um,
2: <laughs> I don't mind Bruce Wayne having glasses. Because you wear glasses, so yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I'm a shit, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love how Kevin Smith, like, in one of his, uh... Stand ups. He's talking about like the reason why I started wearing glasses is because I wanted to be like Batman, just to be able to take them off dramatically. but I wore them so much, that I fucked up my own eyesight, so I need to wear glasses <laughs> now. And so now we get to Axis chemicals, and then that's when Eckhart's handing out all the Wanda posters of uh, Jack Nicholson, which I tried to make a custom T-shirt out of, of just the. Ooh, it would be a white T-shirt with the, the Jack head Nicholson head a sh- yeah. mugshot, but the website wouldn't let me because it was a, it was a copyright image. And I'm like, fuck you guys. Uh, um, so shoot the kill. You know what I mean? And so they, Jack Nicholson finds out after... Earlier on, he had to speak to Carl Grissom, Jack Palance, uh who uh, said to him, Jack, you're my number one guy. Sets him up. Cops come in and start blasting. Him, and so we have a huge shootout going on here at the Axis Chemical. And then we have another great Batman introduction... Or not introduction, but entrance. Yeah. Gliding in and shoots a dude in the face with the hook gun. Yup. <laughs> and I'm just like... This is like... You say like a go to a stranger billionaire's house in the middle of nowhere I'm like that's the beginning of a saw movie I've ever heard of one. <laughs> just, just all of a sudden, the, the building locks down and now you have to you have to try and escape. And now I'm just imagining this little hook going through this guy's face like a horror movie. Now, do you want to play a game? <laughs> and that's when he hangs him over the ledge. That's when Gordon says, like, oh, "Oh my god. god! Oh my god!" <laughs> Um Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> Swop, Nose for Ratchet. <laughs> uh I love the one more where one dude's uh trying to run away from the cops and like you said before backhands yeah. backhand the, so. the, the backward Is punch. that
3: where the backward punch started from or um, I think that's a, I think it's an ancient mar- martial art. I know but before <laughs> <laughs> Batman using it like because I know Batman doing the backwards punch throughout the animated series, and that's like a thing. Because
2: he's oh, it's a definitely badass. from it's definitely from here then. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Which it continued. Uh, it, it was done again recently in Batman Harley Quinn, where at one point where Batman and Nightwing take Harley Quinn to this henchman bar in between Gotham and Bloodhaven, where it's like karaoke night, oh boy. and it's every like henchman in the animated series is there, and one dude decides to send milk over to Batman as a joke because everybody else is drinking beer eventually decides to go up behind Batman and starts dancing behind him and starts doing the bat, two C's and everything. And Batman's just standing there for like a solid ten seconds, not reacting, and then just whacks him in the face.
2: Sends <laughs> him um, milk. <laughs> what bar is milk?
0: <laughs>
2: I, I guess all Are bars. The, uh, white Russians. Yeah, yeah or right, white Russians. <laughs> Most bars. Or the
1: ones that Malcolm McDowell hang out in. Or the ones that serve coffee. True. It's true. Oh, Alright. Uh, <laughs> <here we go. laughs> uh Jack Napier says unleash the chemicals on the cops, and I, I assume those cops' feet are just melted at this point. They're also they are, white.
2: They are shooting very liberally <laughs> for being
1: in a chemical plan. I'm
2: pretty sure like the,
3: the, the six shooters are just like like a video game where it's like you don't have to reload. <laughs>
2: and- they're, what? They're not aiming. They're just shooting into the distance. Pop, chemicals pop. are flying and they're just like
1: <laughs> <laughs> Two guys are laughing, having a gay old time while doing it too. And I love how this is this, the this shot in England. This factory that they shot in is the same one they use in aliens when they go into the alien colony. So, like, you know, like when they, like, the troop carrier comes to a stop and the Marines get out and then descend the stairs? That's the same, like, kind of entryway that the Batmobile comes in later on. Oh, no way.
2: Yeah. It's good. It's fun to know.
1: The more you know. And so, uh, Jack's about to have uh, the kill shot on Gordon, and that's when Batman comes in. I love the moment when he—he he it's the one shot. where It's the close up of like the six shooter, and then you just see Batman in the background come and just kick it out of his hand, pick up Jack, and he's like, "Jesus." <gasps> Which I've done that a few times. It's like Jesus. It's like how he pronounces it. <laughs> Let him know. Uh, and Bob pulls a gun on Gordon, and he said, "Let him go, or I'll drop Gordon." They both like both just look back while Batman's still holding Jack. In the end, just puts him down. Nice suit. Nice, nice guy. Nice suit. outfit. And it's like, Batman has this weird smirk on his face. It's like He's just looking like a crazy person here. You wouldn't say that to that guy. That like You just mock his outfit. Like, this dude just pitched you off, it, off the ground. He is also Jack Napier, so... Yeah. And, well, I think your outfit is really nice, by the way. I'm just going to grab my gun. Don't notice me. And that's when Batman has
2: disappeared. He... The beginning of the disappearing act. Yeah,
1: that's a that's a first. The
2: beginning of the disappearing act in
1: live action, anyway. So that's what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you just keel over like the news anchor later on, <laughs> like oh god, somebody smile like Dakota. Um, And so Batman shows up again, uh, Joker shoots him, he deflects it off his uh, wrist guard, ricochets and hits him in the face. Um, Through both cheeks. Yeah. So so it must have... must have went through his mouth. Yeah, it must have gone through
3: his mouth. Yeah, that's how I see it. Oh, okay.
1: Severing the nerves in his face. Yeah. So Joker goes as of a tea kettle over the railing, Batman grabs him. Always question is, does Batman let him go?
2: It's not Batman style. Not Batman style.
1: I don't think he... Did. Later on in this movie it is. <laughs> when the rewrites happen. <laughs> I don't think he dropped... No, he doesn't drop them. Because there's one more. because there's just a clip to his face and he's kind of becomes like, kind of like... Like his face Have is you like... held a
3: 200-something pound man at the, just you with notice... one hand?
1: With gloves on? Not
3: with gloves on.
2: He doesn't open his hand after he falls. Mm. Remains a fist. Yeah. Which leads me to believe that he slipped.
1: Okay. And I love the moment because, like, somebody, like, because they, the real extreme close-up of Batman kind of looking down, they used some of that footage in the earlier part of the movie when the um, uh, he's holding the dude over the um, over the uh, rooftop at the very beginning of the movie. Like, he, they used some of that footage earlier on. I'm like, And I've noticed that. I'm like, oh, you just reused footage there. Oh, like they not,
2: reused a lot of footage in this movie. A <laughs> little
0: bit.
1: And so he drops in the chemicals and it's like, oopsie see see Gordon's like, God damn it, we had him. Hold you right there. And Batman's like, Oh shit. Uh, like, smoke pillow. Yeah, like, Irish goodbyes. uh the, the police department so fucking hard right there. And, like, they come up and they're
2: like, Where'd he go? And Gordon just watched him ascend up and he's yeah. just like, he, he, he doesn't even be like, Guys. Oh. He's just like, It's gone. That's it. I right, awesome. him.
1: And the cop comes, a, a patrolman comes up to him and I always thought this was like Michael uh, Michael J. Fox. And I'm like, what's Michael J. Fox doing in this movie? <laughs> He's like, who is this guy, Doc?
0: Doc! man got away!
1: <laughs> shut up, Marty! I'm working on it!
0: <laughs> Speaking of...
3: <laughs> Wait, shut up! Batman
1: got away!
2: Um... Uh, great we can fast forward a bit. <laughs> for I have a good since we're talking, we have Rick and Morty now on the mind. <laughs> um, okay, I have it here. People dying because of the Joker products. Uh, you guys watch season three, Rick and Morty, I'm assuming. I'm up to season three. I'm season
1: like I'm part my, like a few episodes into season three. Oh, I haven't finished okay, it. I'm past Pickle Rick. It's,
2: it's like, Pickle Rick! It's like it's like the, the second to last episode of this this is this, this, this joke. Um a woman dies in her spaghetti in the movie. Okay. And on Rick and Morty, uh, Rick at one point makes android clones of Morty and Summer. Or is this in the second episode? It's the second episode, I think. Makes android clones of Morty and Summer when they want to go live in the Mad Max world. Yes, and it doesn't work out. It turns them off, and Summer dies. And then Morty goes, "Ha ha, my sister died in the spaghetti," and then he also. Died. <laughs>
1: But I love how how everything became so normalized in the Mad Max world once they realize that everything kind of goes back to normal and it's like, yeah. that's why she wants to come back to her, her reality <laughs> it is because like, <coughs> like their Lord Humongous just becomes like a little bit of a pussy. And I love how <sighs> this movie has such an effect on me that at SUNY there is a power there is a Kind of like a, like a power plant next next to the campus, just all electrical power. But some of the buildings are very akin to Axis Chemicals to the point that, like, my friends text me, like, uh, like where are you? Like, I'm walking past Axis Chemicals right now. <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh, okay, we'll see you at the shed in a few minutes. Yeah, sure. Um, so Vicky decides to go on a ba- uh, date with uh, Bruce Wayne goes to his house and everything. And-
2: Did you find the house okay? Yeah, I've been here before. <laughs>
1: Well, I didn't know if you you came with anybody You seem to be with nah, But I guess I'll just, go. I'll just keep the game and go fuck myself What? It's such a long table He could probably mumble to himself Actually, if she would you know not what here. my
3: biggest problem is? The table? He asks... No, besides... Well, that's the joke But it's like, how's the soup? It's good! Pause three seconds Can you pass the salt? Well, obviously it's not good! <laughs> so it needs some salt, <laughs>
0: salt. <laughs> Just love, slides it down the table I love
2: the big table gag And I love adding to the awkward introvert bat, uh, that Bruce Wayne is he doesn't pick up the hint that she is uncomfortable he's just just like
3: well he he eventually eventually when she's like but that then leads to a very like yeah. sweet character moment between the two right
2: no it's a great scene it, it, it all but I, I love the big table gag uh,
1: yeah. I, I I've had a, a big table gag moment uh, recently when I was actually um, over the summer, I was uh, podcasting with my buddy Andy over um, via Skype, and we were talking about the Alfred Hitchcock Psycho. And I realized I have not one, but I have two Psycho posters on my wall. And I realized that in the middle of the podcast, I never realized that huh. my room's not that big. And I'm just looking. And I'm like, "Huh?" I just realized I have two Psycho posters up on the wall. You know what? I don't think I've ever been in this room before. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a huge Batman so he popped for that joke. So it's like, uh, so we have this nice uh, moment with a. Uh, what every parent does to their kid on a date is embarrassed embarrassing. them, makes them feel nice and everything like that. And then Alfred's like, "All right, you have, you make, you uh, I've embarrassed you enough. You get, you do the sex tonight. I'm going to bed. So
3: the bat condoms are on the night table. Ah,
1: ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks,
2: Alfred. God, I love Alfred. <laughs>
1: yes. And we, and like, we, like you were saying before, that like Michael Keaton is kind of being like, kind of open and nice with uh, Kim Basinger. You can see like he's just being, he is being a smooth customer here. Yeah. And despite the fact that he's an introvert, and he, but he's being Rico Suave here. Um. And then it's we cut... Classic song. Yes. Rico Suave. what's bad in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of one Suave thing to a not Suave thing, the this plastic surgeon, this back-out surgeon...
2: Do you see what I have to work with you?
1: <laughs> First of all, why
2: does he have a Transylvanian accent? <laughs> all he has are saws. How is he fixing him? All he has are knives and saws. <laughs> and gauze. Yeah. Everything he has <laughs> rhymes.
0: <laughs> He's a silly sergeant. He's a rhyming sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> if the Joker would he, only he,
1: hire an actual surgeon, that.
3: and the Joker's in like a dental chair too on top of it, yeah. It's so like
1: he does taxes on during the week, and starts things things weekend job.
2: Although, that scene, the mirror, mirror mirror, becomes an iconic like film scene, yeah, like,
1: and I just know. smashes it like yeah. the head to book with here. He just starts yeah, and laughing, and one
3: lone light bulb light too on top of of He it. lets that it. dude
1: live, that's Process- the dude he lets
2: live. He kills everybody else. But the one who screws up his face. But the guy who could fix his face, he lets live. Which is
3: did very he, shocking. But did he fi- screw up his face or did he fix his face?
1: Ooh. Good point. Plum. It's Plum. It's inception noise. Though um, so I think that uh, crime doctor re- retired after that. <laughs> yeah. Or that, I mean, have died from Smilex.
3: Or the chemicals there. And Do you see, did you see how that guy was? I don't think he uses any hygienic products. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't even use hygienic products on his t- instruments. Come
2: on. Yeah, they were covered in blood. I mean, yeah, all yeah. those saws they... covered in gauze. And...
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he his instruments. He doesn't tune He's up right. A or lot, lot of flaws. Like that.
2: <laughs> He really shouldn't be working raw. <laughs> <laughs> I read, I'm not gonna. not we come, we'll come back. Then we come back to drunk Bruce Wayne
1: <laughs> and Vicky Vale. Yeah, and, and like, hey, one drink and I flying. Well, you're uh, afraid of flying. But he mm. just grabs. Is like, sees <laughs>
2: before he downs many glasses of champagne.
1: And he's totally. He's totally aware
2: of his. Friend. And then he's, he goes out as Batman. Not that night. Not that night. That the, not not the night of Vicky Vale. The night of the gala. He has many glasses of champagne. So maybe
3: it is the cheap champagne he's opening up. That's why he dropped Joker.
2: Says he's... he was—he was like—he was—he like, <laughs> was, was, he was flying.
0: <laughs> That's Batman, why
1: Batman can't fly. <laughs>
0: uh... Fuck, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he
1: wasn't... Joker was not saying Jesus because of him picking up. It was his breath.
2: He was like, Whoa, Jesus. That oh was a big Oh, my God. Mask. Drunk vigilantes.
3: <laughs> Just staggering. <like>,
1: uh. and <laughs> <laughs> what are you smirking at like, I have a nice <laughs> outfit on. <laughs> Thank you. All right. All
3: right so welcome. him. Backhand punching that one guy is totally accidental. He was probably going to scratch his back at that moment. <laughs> mm.
0: um,
1: and so Jack goes to visit uh, Jack Palance, uh, Carl Grissom, his old boss. and Because earlier on, like um, Jack is stooping Carl Grissom's uh, woman behind his back. Um, is that you, Sugar Plump? As Palance turns and uh, faces Jack Nicholson. And I love this moment where it's just Joker and Shadow slowly approaching him, and you can see his face is in makeup and everything, but it's like something's not right here. And it's funny because there's a moment where here he's like, "Like you thought I was fried? Is how you had me thrown out for a woman? A woman?"
3: Actually, I
2: love that exchange. That is a good scene.
1: Um, one of my like closest friends, like in high school, like kind of like. It's like oh, first series girlfriend, and like we're like close as friends. So I took like back burner, and then like I would never see, like I would never see him for, like most of high school. And so <clears throat> once I realized this, and I how like oh yeah, he just left me for a woman.
0: A woman, and, like I said this to myself, and
1: like I'm like you must be insane. And he's like Jack, maybe we can cut a deal, Jack. Jack's dead, yeah. my friend. And then we see Jack Nicholson coming to life as jo- me. Joker.
3: Joker, and as you can see. I'm a lot
2: happier. <laughs> <laughs> blows him away. I love you shooting
1: behind his shoulder. Is his, is his boss's name also Jack? Uh, no, it's Carl Grissom. Yeah, Carl Grissom. Carl Grissom. If the actor's name is Jack Palance. I was
2: going to say, I'm like, could they think of no other
3: gangster names but Jack?
2: They're all Jack. Like,
1: jack 1,
3: Jack 2, Jack
1: 3, and Jack 4. They're all jack offs dun, 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 dun. I, I I got, I got right. the jokes. Uh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Bob's real name is Jack. <laughs> I mean, it was supposed to be Rupert Thorne, but they decided against it. Oh, uh, that could—that well, was, was probably. A oh, idea. okay. Yeah, and I guess like I guess the idea is like, oh, maybe possibly have him, keep him for because they knew we we're gonna kill him off. But I mean, like, cause we still have yet to get a live action Rupert Thorne, I'm kind of disappointed by this.
3: I also like to point out the fa- uh Jack Palance's delivery of "Get
1: me Lieutenant." <sighs> He has so much weird delivery in this movie. <laughs> like plants that, he's very like he's part of that old school style of acting that like he kind of can get away with that and Jack Nicholson is kind of like the last person like him and like Walton are the only two people who can kind of get away with that kind of very distinct way of delivering lines mm-hmm. and being able to get away with it. And uh, I love oh, because Joker shooting behind his back until he runs out of ammo. I was like hey oh, what a day. Kim Basinger wakes up after a night of Nookie and sees uh Batman Acting like a bat, hanging like Bruce Wayne, upside hanging down, from him, yeah. upside down.
2: I always thought that was funny. I always found that scene very funny. Yeah,
1: it's like he's spreading his arms. Like, oh, why don't you make it? Why don't you underline it even more, that yeah.
2: guy? I always thought that was funny because I'm like, why is he doing that? Until I realized it's like an actual thing people do.
0: Yeah, yeah because they're like, like yeah,
1: for their backs. For their backs. I mean, wearing that suit, I can understand that. Uh, and so then we have uh, Joker's like, oh, what should I do next? And he sees the newspaper headline, and then it's Batman's the top of it, and he's like. Winged freak, and he wipes Christmas blood across the uh, title, and it's like terrorizes Wait until they get a load of me.
3: This is probably more up
1: your alley, but that the
3: way that that scene is shot Mm. is like the quintessential Joker scene, and the makeup and everything is just perfect with the lighting and everything. Like, well, he's sitting at the desk. He's sitting at the desk. Yeah, just uh, the delivery, the lines, his reactions to everything, the weird noises that he makes. Whoop. And then it goes to the lap. I think that scene is beautiful for the Joker. And uh, yeah, it, it, it's really cool. I mean, I really love how that scene looks.
1: You can definitely tell, like, how Mark Hamill's Joker's kind of it, takes a little bit from that. For, especially from that moment, So I'm just imagining uh, when in Master of the Phantasm, when he goes to visit. Um, Arthur Reeves. Arthur Reeves. Like. Like. Tisk
3: tisk, and do you think we pay actually pay those jicks? <laughs>
1: you, me, Sally the and the, the gang. gang. Oh god, Audi, I'm crushed! Oh, I thought we, we we were good friends and everything. Oh, I mighty forget. Yeah. Uh we're not gonna quote that's a phantasm for the rest of the night. I mean, we could, but let's be a very boring.
3: Talk pie. about the old man and the spawn of his loin just happens a call. <laughs> Makes you want to
1: laugh. <laughs> doesn't it Arthur? And stabs him. Um
3: I love that movie. And
1: so following day, um the following day, wakes up. Bruce um lies to Vicky about what he's doing that day. Why don't he... like he says like I'm gonna go out of town for a few days? Like, why don't you say like no, I can't do it today, I'll do it tomorrow. No, I can't do it today. Yeah, and
3: let's do it later. No, I can't make it that time either. It's like, like all right, well, what's Going wrong? For a few He's
1: uh, like, I got to go out of business. I got to go out of town for a couple days, and then uh, we'll do it when I get back. And she's leaving, and she's like, all right, I'll see you. Where... She sees Alfred on her way out. like, um, uh, He doesn't even walk her to her car.
2: Alfred doesn't. Not, not very Alfred. Not no. very
1: Alfred. No. Doesn't even show her out. No. She's not very Alfred. She could be stealing show silverware on her way out or something Though like that.
3: He is very kind about the uh, walk of shame. She's leaving with the exact same clothes on, and he's like, "Ah, it's so nice to see you again." Like she just stopped by again. True. He just,
2: I he, would. I would like. To, I would not be mad if they brought Vicki Vale back on screen. I like her character as a character.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I feel like for. I think she's a good damsel in distress because
0: that's what she is. Oh, I would movie.
2: also. Uh, I want to rename this movie. If you guys have any different names for the movie, it's just something I heard them doing a podcast once. I thought it was funny. Um, I've renamed this Kim Basinger screaming the movie. <laughs> <laughs> she does, yeah, she funny. does do that a lot. Which, man. if they made a movie of just Kim Basinger screaming, i well, might watch it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, but she,
1: but she is a damsel distressed in this movie.
3: Yeah, but but for that's some I... reason, I don't mind her being a damsel distressed.
1: Within the confines of this movie, it's okay. I think, like nowadays, you probably want her to be a little yeah, a little more three dimensional. Um, but she
3: is kind of three dimensional. She's not.
1: She's not totally two dimensional. No,
3: no, she's, she's not. proactive. Yeah, she pro yeah, she's proactive. She has a personality, but yeah, she just kind of gets sucked up in this whole Batman Joker fiasco, right? Because she's banging Batman or banged Batman for the one date that they actually. Go she on. won't bang him forever. No,
1: she doesn't.
2: No, that's uh, Nicole Kidman's job. <laughs>
1: Ch- Doctor chased Meridian. Sometimes I, f- I am Batman, but sometimes I persuade. But more than likely, I'm neither. I'm Bill Kilmer. Bill <laughs> <laughs> Kilmer. <Ralph Schumer. laughs>
2: <laughs> what happened? Top Gun, what happened?
1: It's the car. Chicks love the car. Too many Taco Bell runs. <laughs>
2: Too many Taco Bell runs.
1: <laughs> oh, well, was Too be- many crave cases. Before, before. dollars. So how could I resist? Be <laughs> before he got sick with cancer, Valcoma like Somebody took a snapshot of Valcoma while he was kind of like really Wait, heavy. Valcoma has cancer? Yeah. He, like he looks very bad these days. I didn't even know he's that. like Patrick Swayze. He's like skinny now. But there's a time when he was very heavy and then there's somebody... Like, it was like, that,
3: that's why I was going off of him. Yeah.
1: He's like, he's kind of like, kind of like, kind of like bloated. He's looking to his left at a camera and it's like, and the meme was like, hey guys, remember when I was Batman? And I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, I'm sorry, Val. And I, I, I enjoy Batman Forever more than most, but.
2: Favorite line from Batman Forever.
1: Tell me, doctor, do you like the circus? <laughs> <laughs> with a uh, lisp. With, he, he does say with a lisp. Oh my God. So the Joker meets with the crime lords of Gotham with the Warren Beatty lookalike at the other end of the table that he kills in a moment. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what's with that stupid grin? Like, life's been good to me. It's <laughs> like so looks like he's struggling not to laugh. He's like, what if we say no? And so Joker says, all right, we, we can just go bygones be bygones. He goes to shake his hand, and the an electric buzzer just kills him. Okay. And, oh, it's
0: going to be a hot date.
1: <sighs> and it's just like a little Anthony's Ant- Ant a little hot under the collar here. And all the other crime bosses like you're crazy, and they they would do something, but his uh, Joker's goons came in with Tommy guns and, and escorted mm-hmm. them out afterwards.
3: I do also do love the sequence where uh, he wipes his forehead and it's like white like, makeup's white underneath, makeup. yeah,
1: yeah. Um, which apparently was like he had like his. That is white. Ma- that is his white makeup's on, and then there's other makeup on top of it. I thought they. I thought they
2: put a, the white makeup on the on the, on the cloth. That's
1: no. what, how I yeah. thought it was. No, it's there's alcohol on the cloth, and it's wiping. And right they're there. wiping
2: away like the concealer. Yeah, which on, is on concealing top. Concealing the makeup. Yes,
3: mm.
1: that, that, that's a long way around going Matt, but uh, that's a
3: long time in that makeup chair.
1: Yeah, and so then Joker pulls Bob to the side. Like I want you to go find out about uh, this. Um, take a camera going and follow Knox as see if he can find out about Batman. He's like, and Bob, you are my number, number one, one. guy. Yes. Yeah. And he puts on his Whenever I put my sunglasses in my car, I put them on like how Bob the Goon does. just like both hands or everything. Because <laughs> usually I pull them out of my visor like I open them up and it's like, all right. I have put myself in the eye doing that oh. at least once, and I'm like, ah, damn it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and, just, and then he starts talking to the guy the, he just killed. Which is so creepy. Yeah. Just
1: talking I'm to glad the cor- you're dead. Just talking to the corpse and everything. Your, your friends are...
2: These are all things, like, I'm thinking, like, when I was a kid watching this movie, went right over my head yeah. as, like, messed up stuff. And, like, I'm watching this last night, and I'm like, th- he's truly brutal. Yeah, I did not give him the credit that he deserved... Like, like, truly phenomenal Joker.
3: Yeah. It was a very well-written Joker. Uh, Like, very well performed. Jack Nicholson does a really good job performing as Mm. him. And also, that Joker is very well-written.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, for the most part, Sam Hamm did the first, like, first draft or first couple drafts of this screenplay that was eventually filmed. When they go into England, they were rewrites, and Warren Scarn came in. And did a lot of the rewrites. So, like, a lot of the third act is definitely something that they were kind of making up as they go along. As you can tell, it's very different. It's almost like a tonal shift between the third act and the first two. And, like, how Batman operates, especially. Yeah. Like...
3: A little bit more gun ho Yeah.
1: You know. And we'll get into that as we go. But one thing is that Sam Hamm also did write Batman comics as the success of this movie. And the character of Henry Ducard that Liam Neeson plays in Batman Begins is his creation. Hmm. Hmm. You know, and mm, no one's half are. the battle. GI Joe. I'm gonna throw out of you in your sleep. Good. Oh, who are you talking to? <laughs> 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 the voices in my head. <laughs> it's just the voices in my
0: head. All right, so where are we?
1: Uh Vicky is investigating Bruce Wayne when there's no real information on him, and Knox is kind of getting concerned because he's in the friend zone.
0: Hmm. Uh-huh. Laurel Knox. Yeah. All right. Fast forward a bit. Moving along. in faith
1: in you? I'm not, not
3: because you're not doing your job, but more than the fact that you're hanging out with me less, and I'm just here getting you coffee, and you're using my desk.
2: That's how I feel when my friends get into relationships. Uh, that's true.
1: So, um afterwards... um We've had the – when the crime logs try and take over Carl Grissom's operations, which Joker has taken over, which Carl, – while well, Carl Grissom was missing, um, they try and take it over in a legal fashion. Mm-hmm. And that's when all the mimes come out, and this is when they're in the Gotham Square. Okay. I know a lot of people have, like, fear of clowns. I have a fear of mimes. It's because of this sequence. And it's like that one dude that kind of like just walks up behind Bruce Wayne in the background. And like the He pats the the, kid pats of the, the, head. Kid with the head. Like it's like the, the little girl's like, <laughs> daddy's touching me, face uh... on. And he just kind of waves at Bruce Wayne, like, that's a little freaky. Mimes are, are creepy. I think they, they belong in that glass case of, that they're yeah. stuck in. But just yeah. really. Keep quick. them in France.
3: He <laughs> kind of glazed over the fact that before the scene happens, uh, um, Vicky Vale does follow um, Bruce oh, Wayne um, to Crime Alley.
1: That's right. I, I, I missed that in my notes. Um, yeah, okay. So, Vicky's parked in her car outside of Wayne Manor. Nobody notices. You tell me Bruce Wayne pulling out. Like, is she parked in the woods? And if so... She's not parked in the woods. She's parked on the side of the road. How does Bruce not notice? And then, this house is in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like, how does Bruce not look in the rearview mirror and not see a car behind him? How does he Biss leaving the gate that she's parked right there with her camera? And then, no it does not notice him. All the way into Gotham City at this point.
2: Two words: designer drugs. <laughs> <laughs> he's a billionaire. <laughs> he's got to be on some kind of opioid. It is a very rough day. He's get,
1: he's going to visit his parents' uh, murder site, so he may be doped up on something. Uh, yeah. No one he doesn't feel the gunshot later on.
3: I always more took that as he was still wear, he's kind of wearing like
1: armor. That's that's there. That could possibly be. Stop
0: texting me. because uh, yeah, how many times
1: does he get shot in this movie? Three, four times. Directly in the suit a few times, but like,
3: well, outside the suit, I think it's like the only once. That's the only time he gets shot outside of the suit, but that's how...
1: I always thought it was a graze. Well, no, well... He, he just goes through his jacket.
3: Maybe that's what... Ha- maybe that's what happened. But he's
1: so in shock that he's still... That Jack is yeah. still alive. He doesn't feel it. But going back to Crime Alley is that... It, 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 this is... It, this is really kind of like... Uh, not like an upsetting scene, but it's, just, it's a very powerful scene. Like, no words to say. As a Batman fan... You know what they're doing. If you're not a Batman fan, you watch this for the first time. You're wondering like, what is this going on? But the reveal, like later on, makes it all worth it. Yeah. But like, Vicky picks up the uh, the uh, roses at one point. I'm just like, those aren't for you. Put those back. (laughs) But these were for me. I mean, like, I wonder how many like booze hounds over the years have picked up those roses to try to sell them for liquor. Now, question: Is this the next day after they boned, or is
3: this like a few days later? Next day. Okay, so she went back to her apartment, changed her outfit, drove back to Wayne Manor in time for them to to catch him. So she went to work
1: first. That's when she had the moment, like, like who is this guy? And then goes back out to Wayne Manor yeah. to follow him. And so, okay. yeah. And so that's when the Gotham Square Joker shows up as a mime. And mm-hmm. it's like, "This is, I love this outfit here. And he's, like, and he's like, I saw it. He was there. He reached up. And he's, with his dead hand, he signed it with his own blood. He did it with this pen. See, Uncle Bingo, time to pay the check, and he throws it into his neck. There's two cops standing on the stairs. Neither arrest him. No, they're just kind of like, wow, gee willikers, man. He just killed that guy.
2: Gee <laughs> willikers,
1: vigilante just, <laughs> man. Freakishly <laughs> killed that guy, and also... He wrote him out, for sure.
3: No, more of the fact that, okay, so that's a crime boss dead. Yeah. Okay, makes our lives easier. <gasps> yeah, but then they do get gunned down anyway by the yeah, the hilarious.
1: mines opening up with machine yeah. gun fire. Well, they didn't see them coming. No, they didn't see the like the flying V that was pretty much slowly approaching them.
2: How could they? They're behind all those walls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so Batman recognizes Jack Napier as Joker. Vicky Vale's like, "You're still in the city," and Bruce Wayne's like, "What?"
3: No, I don't what? think you're still I in
1: the city. More. I don't have
2: time to explain my life to you, one-night stand girl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're getting so clingy right now, okay?
3: Why don't you love me, bitch? Get away from me.
2: I'm Bruce Wayne. <laughs> you could...
3: Do you know
1: what... what her you reaction
3: could... was more like he just got shot. Not, yeah. But not, what, you're
1: in the city? Yeah. And Noxus in the background is like... Oof, oof, oof.
3: What do oh. I do? What do
0: I do? What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> I, wish she, I wish she could look at me like that way.
1: And so the following scene we have Joker watching the broadcast of what happened. Dent's like being like, is being like, I don't have an opinion on this bat, man. And that's where we have like the electronic uh, uh, punching of uh, smash the TV. It's like, mm. what
3: kind of world do we live in? Where are we? Got man dressed as a bat gets all my publicity. And Bob just looks at him. This town needs an enema. Yeah, so the party favor.
2: <laughs> I also, I love that he is, he goes from a gangster, which I'm not, I don't like Joker as a gangster. Really? I don't like his character as a gangster. I like him better as a serial killer. Um I really like how this transitions in here from that, I never noticed this before. I watched it last night. He repeat, repeatedly says, I'm an artist. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm a free-form murder artist. The first free-form murder artist.
3: fully mm. function, homicidal artist. Yes.
2: And I was I was like I never noticed that before, and I thought that was very creative, and I thought that was just a great way to portray Joker. Because in my head, going into this movie, I'm like, all right, I gotta I gotta get through gangster Joker, uh, gotta get past that the mental block that I yeah. have for myself. I
3: mean, <laughs> in other formats, uh, I'm was other formats, I'm not a fan of Joker running a gang. Mm-hmm. I can see him taking in people that want to follow him, yeah, but yeah. never running them. More like I manipulate. Like, you're following me because of my fit, the, my charisma, my fame, my, like everything like this. Exactly, and I'm not gonna, I will use you when it suits me, but I'm not going to organize you.
2: Exactly, I have the same. Like that's my my view of Joker's always been as the iconic crime lord, uh, not not the the not the mobster.
3: Yeah, because like in the Arkham Arkham video games which I do love, but at the same time there's a little disbelief here where it goes like Joker's men are trying to take out penguins and two faces men. Like Joker doesn't care. Joker doesn't care about these people. Why would I mean like why does he have an army of gangsters? There there would be
1: more just following him and he just doesn't give a shit. I mean, how would you feel about like in The Dark Knight about his, the goons that follow him in that movie?
3: Well, he was using them for a purpose, and most of those people weren't gangsters; they were they were people who escaped psychotic wo- uh,
1: wards. True. Uh, also, uh, it, like one of the most disturbing things that happens in that movie is off camera. It's like when he's like, we have tr- he has the trials, and he breaks the pool cue, and it's three dudes, and he gives them the, like the sharp end. And That's it's a like, great scene. And it's just like, uh, all right, you guys have to fight it out like. At that point, I'm like, all right, you know what? You find that
3: a little bit more fucked up than than him manipulating a man with mental issues to operate on his stomach. To and put, putting C- and put C4
1: in there? That's fair.
2: How would you guys... have I would love to see Jack Nicholson do a reading of Heath Ledger's Joker scenes.
1: Like, if he did, like, comic book conventions and when people yeah. come up to him? Like, yeah, I mean, because Mark Hamill's done it. I mean, I would definitely, like... My father was a drinker my
2: father and a fiend was a drinker <laughs>
0: uh, no.
2: now get out of here just, just to hear now I'm always smiling in La- Jack Nicholson's voice I
1: mean if like we'll say like uh, we, we'll, I, I say we buy two uh, floor seat tickets to a Lakers game and that's how we get Nicholson to do it or he just I don't want know. to
2: support the Lakers <laughs>
1: I don't know how we a way to get to Nicholson I'm sorry and so, afterwards, we have, uh... Bruce comes back to Wayne Manor and talks to Alfred, and Alfred's, like, pushing him, like, why don't you be with, uh, Vicki Vale? And uh, I love those like, snarky comments, like, Alfred, why don't you marry her? That's not what I'm getting at. She is... She is pretty... Batman is,
2: love interests are always a dead end. Yeah. They're, always a, they're always dead end subplots, I feel.
1: Or they end up dead. One of
2: the... Or other. they Batman. literally end up dead ends. Yes.
1: <laughs> um... No, it's because it's the concept of, of, like, like trying to have, like, I feel like normal I, I life have versus... No, it's, yeah. the, it's very much, like, how it's a superhero trope of yeah. like trying to balance your real life with your duties as a hero or a villain. Um, we have Joker uh, seeing the photos that Bob took and fall in Falling Love with Vicky Bale, and he cuts the... cuts her out of a photo, and it's, like, at the same time, we see, like, they're on the desk near him, like, they have the chemical tests that are going on, so it's obviously, like, the Impotence for the, um, or the influence of the Smilex, the chemicals that become Smilex gas.
2: There's a scene, actually, uh, when he's, when Bob gives him the photos. Yeah. Uh, I noticed this. He gives him the photos, and while your attention is on Joker, Bob, the folder he had the, the pictures in,
1: throws it over his shoulder,
2: throws it over his shoulder. You're in your boss's office. Be professional. <laughs> I mean, like,
3: When they do the above, uh, high end shot, you see how, like, there's. Yo, there's what pictures. What photos are he. What, what's with all. The, like, I think what that's is all, he looking at?
1: I think that's because one of the photos is very uh, similar to the photos of, like, the chemical test. I think it's just duplicates of those chemical tests like the victims and he's just cutting the photos out of that. Oh, that might be it. Because then we cut to the Axis chemicals which he's now taking over. He's taking over. And he's like have you shipped a million of those things? One of the guys working there yes sir ship them all we're going to take them out of a whole new door. The
2: guy working there I thought was the surgeon from earlier because he kind of looks like him. <laughs> he
1: might be. Might he gave yeah, him right a job. Enough. He got him a new job. <laughs> he liked <laughs> him so much he got him a new job and <laughs> yeah. a new uh Place of business. And so then we cut to... Um, you know,
2: all those, all those saws and gauze. <laughs> just wasn't working out for him. He didn't like working within the laws. <sighs> this, is, <laughs> this is getting too much. <laughs> I
1: thought my puns were bad. I'm just rhyming. I know. Well, I'm just saying, like, just my word plays are bad. Mm-hmm. But uh, So we cut to the uh, TV station as the news broadcast is so about to begin. As the... Two news on air news anchors are talking. One woman starts laughing uncontrollably. I have four people find found dead in a building. I, i'm like, watching well, last night I start laughing at that too? Because okay. her reaction was like, Oh, I'm like, I'm just laughing at dead people. That's not good. <laughs> and then she just starts blues losing it, and we find that she's been doused with the chemicals for all the um uh, makeup and everything she's used. We're interrupted by the Joker the Joker products commercial.
3: Yeah. I love, love that that the how the director is like Where's this coming
1: from? He's so perplexed oh, no. that he's just start pushing buttons oh. on the board in front of him hoping that hope that God that would do something, but it doesn't. You know how the machine works and you know that
2: everything you're doing is not gonna fix it.
1: Yes. We <laughs> want to look like a cop is you just start pushing buttons and hope to
3: Meanwhile this scene's happening and uh we cut back to uh, Wayne Manor where Bruce Wayne's watching and Alfred hands him the full Jack Napier's.
1: Profile. Which
3: we learned that Jack Neighbor has been fucked up for a very, very long time. And an
1: interest in chemistry, which leads to an interest in chemistry and art. Chemistry. Chemistry. Alfred let's go shopping. Yes, sir. So I know I want to see like a a comic of them at like a stop and shop or Walmart while like Insanity ensues in Gotham City.
2: Which I think would be a great scene to have Michael Keaton and Billy D. Williams interact.
1: What are you here for? Bruce Wayne,
3: are you, Bruce Wayne? Why are you here for?
1: I Was to say, walk it easy. You're a little one oh, movie hero. Harvey
2: Dent, uh, just uh, wanted to see what the uh, products
3: <laughs> were. I was running low on my Colt forty five, so I. you know those here. are
1: dangerous, aren't you? You're kind of in danger. I'm talking
3: about the malt liquor.
1: <laughs> are you allowed to drink that uh, in the store? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'm just
2: going you who's going to stop me. <laughs>
0: It's just like motherfucker, <laughs> I made it. we got to
2: edit out some of this. This is very racist, Billy D. Williams stuff we're doing.
3: Yeah, this is not different from what we did with uh, the Star
1: Wars,
0: uh, Billy Eric- D. Williams. Right? You don't feel bad. The Empire. <laughs> um,
1: and so he, so Bruce pushes a cart. It's the next aisle. Just trying to get away from him. <laughs> It's like, Alfred, let's go. <laughs> Very good to
2: see you again, sir. <laughs> uh, uh, uh.
3: Come on over for some Edward 40 hands later.
1: Stop, stop it. We're burying ourselves here. Um, so Alfred gets home after their shopping. They find out um, Vicky's going to be late to the date at the museum. Calls Bruce. Like, hey, the, he's going to be late. Like, wait, I'm not meeting her today. We cut to the museum of, uh, of like, the fine arts in Gotham City. Mm-hmm. And of course, like this is such a Tim Burton kind of museum would be like this would be a place he would hang out in. Yeah, um, and have dinner. And yeah, have <laughs> dinner there. I, I find it's a work.
3: very small museum. It's two stories of like maybe twenty paintings. It, it, yeah, and one sculpture. It's
2: two very sculptures. Th- oh, knocks, he knocks over, and breaks one. Second way he knocks over, it does not break.
1: Hmm. It's very exclusive. Yeah.
3: <laughs> like what else? What is, what is the purpose of the rest of the building?
2: The bat dance it's a scene.
3: humongous <laughs> building. I mean, do you see the air vents in the building? Yes. They're like,
1: gigantic. Uh, there's, there's a hockey arena in the back. I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this uh, is where we get to see... This is where bat Dance comes into play.
1: No, not Batdance. Well, uh, uh, Party prince, Man.
2: Another Prince song. Yeah.
1: Because um, Party Man. I think
2: the Prince music in this movie is laid out fantastically. Oh,
3: my God.
1: Yeah.
2: I also think we need more superhero movies scored... By, um... Uh, Prince? No, not Prince. By the guy who scored this movie.
1: Danny Elfman. Danny, Danny Elfman. Uh, we need more Danny uh,
2: Elfman superhero scores, wait, man.
3: We kind of did with Justice League. He did... He just, he oh, scored yeah. Justice League. The first he, two
1: Spider-Mens, Incredible Hulk, the Flash TV show from oh, the 90s.
3: He, he did... I thought he... I thought someone else did Spider the first two Spider Mans.
1: No, uh, like he did the first two, the third. Uh, th- somebody he and Rainey had a falling out over two, and then a different dude picked up number three Okay,
3: because the Spider Man one and two scores amazing. Yeah, but no, he, I mean, yeah, I mean he did, came back for Justice League, and he was told Batman it up, which kind of did, but didn't. It was very subtle. We got a yeah, we got we got like like but it was
1: kind of like okay. it's...
3: Uh, wasn't that the? It wasn't bombastic enough. In my
1: no, opinion. it was drowned out by the sound effects. Like you could have toned down the sound effects of the Batmobile roaring out of the. Yeah, I mean, like he did an interview where he says, "Like, oh, like, are you gonna do like the Hans Zimmer's version of like his Batman theme?" Is like, no, there's one Batman theme, and I wrote it. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, mean, I'm like, wow, why don't you just blow yourself while you're at it? It, it
3: is the better theme.
1: Like, bah, dun, 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 dun. That's, like, the Hans Zimmer. But it morphs into the Beautiful Lie, and it's just, like, I mean, like, the Justice League score. The Justice League, it, the
3: the score for Justice League left a lot to be desired. About yes, and I, I do not
1: like his rendition of the Wonder Woman theme. The fact
2: I didn't even know he did it should be enough to say that, like, yeah. He
3: was brought in later on in the project. To like, add more. Well, he, yeah,
1: because Junkie XL went out. After they decided, Junkie like... Junkie XL was originally tested to do that? Yeah, like, because Hans Zimmer wasn't going to do it. It was Junkie XL who was going to do it. Because him and, and Junkie... Uh, Hans and Junkie he did BVS. Yeah. Were they going for... Really? Yeah.
3: He also did Deadpool.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Which I, I enjoy the Deadpool score.
3: Yeah, me too. I, yeah, so, I'm... like...
1: I, I'm sure, like, he, it would have been something more akin to, like, how BBS was. But I'm just, like, a little disappointed. Like, I, I'll, I'll get into my further points and just later down the road. Yeah. Um. So, the Joker arrives... Um. Gives a, It has a package of um, a gas mask for Vicki Vale. And a little note that says, please put this on right now. It's apparently Tim Burton's actual handwriting. Like, he wrote like that note. child hit crayon handwriting. Which makes a lot of sense now thinking about it. Yeah.
2: You think Tim Burton writes all of his scripts in crayon? <laughs>
1: <laughs> black crayon. Black crayon. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, and that's when Johnny Depp, I mean, Sweeney Todd, walks in the room. On
2: black paper. So that when he gives it to people, they can't read them. Like, <laughs>
1: He's probably like... Warner Brothers,
3: can I get Johnny Depp in this movie?
1: No, (sighs) fuck you guys. (laughs) I'm gonna make another animation movie with Disney. Um, And so he Joker gases the place, everybody dies, um, and and a woman's face falls into the spaghetti. (laughs) What comedic sound effect? (laughs) A dude's face falls in the cake, and I always imagine like he's eating cake, the woman's eating spaghetti. They're at the same table. He Are yet. they at the same table? I'm pretty sure at the same table. Okay. And I figure, like he was, he's eating dessert. She's still eating dinner. He wants to get out of there, and now she, she's taking her time. It's like mm-hmm. Henry Hill from The Goodfellas. He just wants to get the hell out of there. <laughs> um, and that's when Joker and his men come in. And like Prince's music was going to be a part of the movie, and Burton knew he was going to date it, so he made a diegetic and part of the movie itself. So that's why it's playing on the boombox. And this is one out of two songs from Prince from this soundtrack will end up in my like must play at my wedding. Party Man and Trust will be at my, like, we must dance to these songs. I have a few songs already picked out for my wedding playlist, and that's why I'm getting a DJ and not a band. I know that for sure. That's a, that's non-discussable right there.
2: I'm glad this is a, you found the Batman episode of your podcast. is a great time to discuss your wedding playlist.
1: Yeah, well, heck, like, What else are we going to do this? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd be mean, like,
2: obviously,
3: Batman plans ahead for
1: every contingency. That's was, what I'm doing.
3: I've been playing this wedding since I was a little girl, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Speaking, speaking of, speaking of demasculating Tim. Um, hey. Batman, Fat shames Vicky Vale at one point in this movie.
3: Yeah, he does. <laughs> yes and no. Yes, you can. I more the, the idea of that line is because he has to calibrate the. the but wench.
2: after that. He comes in and he just goes, there's no way you're that way. No, because, because
3: he didn't get high enough with her. Ah. I think if it was Maybe so, he should have smoked something
2: different. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah. No, but the idea.
3: That's how he
1: came to the roof. He didn't mean to come to the roof. My he guess is,
3: through. My guess is he had to calibrate the wench to uh, calculate for the weight.
2: Are you calling and, Kim Basinger a wench? yes yes
3: yeah. <laughs> but they, 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 the, the idea was for them to both get the fuck out of there and they got stuck halfway so it's like fuck it
1: hold on you <laughs> don't weigh
0: 108 whore. oh real <laughs> oh my god wow i am not a whore you I don't
3: want to stay with bruce wayne
2: you're
0: how do you whore. know that oh, wait I'm i know batman. you're
3: i
2: I, wait,
1: I already know that
3: <laughs> how do you know that i'm batman what does that even mean <laughs> exactly
1: and so Joker comes in, they have the Party Man sequence, and they tear up the uh, uh, the museum. Um, and always the continuity bothers me is when, like, they, they put, like, they throw up, like, paint handprints. handprints, and, hand prints, prints, and it, it cuts to, like, a white shot. Like, it's clean and again, and I'm, uh, like, I'm like, oh, God, why? Well, <laughs> I didn't notice
2: that, but. i noticed this like,
1: as a little kid, and it's been bothering me ever since. I
3: never noticed it, because i
1: Everybody was thinking, and I was—I was just mad enough to say it.
2: Wait a bit. yeah,
1: yeah. I see.
0: Yeah.
1: So you know,
2: we're he's... getting close to my, one of my favorite scenes. Um,
1: Joker tries to have a little conversation with um, Vicky Vale, and he talks about like, oh, she like he's going through her portfolio because that's what she's supposed to be showing to Bruce. And there's the quarter of Maltese reference to Dark Knight Returns in there. And I always had an idea of writing like a short story about Vicky Vale on the island of Quarter of Maltese while Superman was tearing it up. Um, defeating the Russian army. Wait, there's a reference? What's the- What's the reference? In the portfolio, it says a Times article where she is the cover art for Corto Maltese. Mm-hmm. Corto Maltese is the island where the Russian army is invaded, and that's where Superman goes to. In Superman... In, 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 in Dark Knight Returns. In Dark Knight Return. When he gets nuked. Oh, okay. So yeah, I always but- wanted to write a short story about Vicky Vale on the ground, witnessing right. this happening.
3: Yeah, but the, I think you told me that Corto... Corto Maltese is kind of the go-to for, like, third world country being, like, torn up. By kind
1: of, by and then the country of uh, Bialya so. is shown up. Bialya, in,
3: that, but that's more recent because that's a more Middle Eastern country. Yeah, yeah. But, the,
1: but, but that's, yeah, but also that that was also back in the 80s. Like, that shows up, like, in the Justice League International uh, comic book line where, yeah, like...
3: Well, there's shit going on in the 80s, but... That's that true. I, I mean,
1: <laughs> hell, um... The Russians it, invaded
3: Afghanistan. And,
1: and James Bond like, helped them. Hop to Afghanistan. It's about being back. James Bond
3: did release uh, Osama bin Laden in Living Daylights. Yeah. Pretty much. Wait.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you want to explain that one to him Dakota?
2: Oh, man. I got to go back and watch all the Bond movies. <laughs> it, 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 the
3: character's name is not Osama bin Laden, but he did release a man who was kind of like in charge of an Afghani... Uh, resistance group that resistance we... Resistance ca- group against the Russians. Oh,
2: God.
1: Which... Which is the same like the same people that Charlie Wilson kind of helped, yeah, like fund so, you weapons know, like, to fight back. It's Russia. very
3: now you connected like that's Osama bin Laden leading the uh, the t- Al Qaeda like against the Al Qaeda is the internal one or is the, the Taliban the terrorist group that goes outside the country and Al Qaeda is the internal one, right? I believe so. Okay, yeah, so they helped the Al Qaeda fi- like fight against the Russians. This
2: is why you don't let the British do anything. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What is it just
0: alienating all of our audience in one
1: episode, guys. Um, and so, Vicky Vale throws, uh, pot, like, uh, Joker tries to use his Joker venom on, or um lapel, like, shoots venom at her. She throws water on him, and he's like, oh, I'm melting, I'm melting. I love that. Witch. And then she goes to comfort him, which is odd, because she just tried to... Which is weird, because, like, this... It's... You know who this dude is. This dude's wearing...
2: Like it's the Joker, yeah, and he pull, Like pulls It's back well aware he's, this man has killed many people with cosmetic products. He at just, this point.
1: and he just killed everybody in this museum. And you're gonna make sure? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I don't want no, to I turns the, the Wicked Witch from the West. Yeah. Uh, well, because she's or the east. I
3: guess that's kind of more like the fact that she kind of has a conscience and doesn't want to kill someone. And maybe he has a weird aller- allergy to water. I don't know. She doesn't know. It,
2: it, it's it, a it, little, it's if anything that it gives the character compassion. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then he turns back and he's got the boot boo, and he's got the streaking uh, makeup. Yeah. Batman comes through the ceiling. The skylight like, has the weird like grappling thing on his arm. He's zip like, line. he zip lines across. And of course, we have the famous line Where does he get those wonderful toys? Looks it's...
2: into camera, holds up catalog. <laughs> Warner Brothers <laughs> it <was> catalog. <laughs>
1: it has to be at the Warner Brothers store you guys remember the Warner Bros. store at the smith Mall? Yes. Yeah. And that was a Disney store. Isn't that just a Disney store? That's
3: sad. Kind of yeah. Warner Bros. morphed kind of sort of into FYE. No, because the Disney store is where... I know you, th- that's where it is. Yeah. But the but Disney you, store was always there, too. Not always. I thought there was, like, at the same time you could go to, like, one no. or the other.
1: No. like it, like, after the Warner Bros. store went out and Disney bought the property the smith Mall. hmm but um and so she's like, get in the car, which one? And then we get to see the Anton first Batmobile. Your feelings of the Batmobile. I love the Batmobile. This oh, this, Batmobile. this Batmobile.
2: This Batmobile, it looks like a giant toy. <laughs> it it, it yeah. looks like a giant toy. Yes. Uh, I, I don't think it's the best Batmobile. I think it's good. I think the CGI armor is to die for. I, I love I love, I love the animation. The anim- it doesn't make any it's just like <laughs> shields.
0: <laughs>
2: Transformer. And then, and then it goes like at the end of it, like where it spins. Oh because it's it because spins it. around the exhaust pipe and then it adds a little nub. Just why? Because because
1: <laughs> Bat, because Burton loves circles and he loves the little like the kind of patterns like that. Yeah, this is my second favorite Batmobile. Behind Anime Series Batmobile. Gotcha. The one that looks like a giant fridge. I love that one. I know. Don't fuck with that
3: one. I will kill you.
2: I think the Batman Forever Batmobile is pretty tight.
0: The
1: one that dries up the walls?
3: Yeah. The, the, let's be honest, guys. The Batman and Robin one.
1: Whoa, the disco ball <laughs> at the front of the edges, neon that blue that, that says a, "shoot me" on it. That's what it says. Eighty shark fin at the back, that that has no top.
2: Just... Is this the same Batmobile in Batman Returns? Do they use the same exact one, or is they, it's, it's
1: it's modified slightly in Batman Returns? Because I
2: do, I like the uh, Batman Returns one because it kind of gave us uh, the transitioning. Batmobile of how it becomes the
1: like a thin one that, goes, thin that one. goes through the alleyway yeah
2: to give us that kind of concept yeah and then we that kind of carries over to Dark Knight where he launches out of the tumbler on, onto the on Batpod Bat Bat yeah yeah
1: um and then so the car chase ensues with Joker's men in their their color themed cars and like he with also a bunch of guys with no
3: no concerns whatsoever. They're firing guns randomly out. They of are. They're not even shooting at <laughs> they're him. They're shooting straight up. And they're looking at a Wild West movie like, Woo! We're in a gag now! <laughs> what, we're chasing a guy? Yeah! He was on the ammo before we catch him.
1: At one point, he has to use the grappling hook to make a tight turn. And I'm just like, oh, God, like, I try, try to make a tight turn with that. And imagine, like, um, you guys you guys have played Halo, right? Yes. Yeah, you remember how the one-hog was how how you had like you need both the, uh, uh, you need both joysticks in order to drive it. Yeah, imagine like that's how you had to drive. You no, so bat- had to like... hit
3: the bumper to drift with it. Yes, yeah. imagine
1: that as the Batmobile. Like that was the Batmobile's controls. You just could drift with that
0: Batmobile. You know,
3: with that scene, it, like I hate the show MythBusters because it wouldn't work because they tested it and the 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 grappling hook. No matter how strong of a, it would snap. It would snap immediately.
2: Yeah. Well, MythBusters. If you're listening, suck my dick. Because it would work. <laughs> I don't care if you have science in your. There scientist. is
3: a new Mythbusters, by the way. Really? Yeah, it's on Science Network, and they got two different guys to do it. Well, well because Adam and Jamie refused to work with each other. Oh, they hated each other from the beginning. But yeah. wow, really? Yeah, they, they never knew that. each other because the way they work is totally different. Okay. And they
1: stepped on each other's toes way too much. Well, they probably should step away from each other so they do not walking on each other's knees. You know what the fuck I mean. That's
2: what blocking is for.
1: <laughs> uh, so Batman and Viggy run away because they get into a uh, collision. And they're like, oh, let's abandon the car. Let's run. <laughs> and let's run down the alleyway. Uh, they get cornered by the, uh, the, uh, the Wild West... Uh... The Wild
2: West Joker gang. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah this is the... How much do you weigh?
1: Oh, 108? I think.
3: And then they go but up.
1: you see him messing with his belt. And he's like, and I, uh, It's still cool of him coming around the belt, him picking it up, yeah. shooting. They go up for maybe a couple he stories. Grabs that wench. <laughs> <laughs> you see that belt? They think I'm a belt. Grab it. No, not that. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> uh, and so Time he, and place. So he, he goes up. Uh, Don't stop now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you women listening Turn to
2: off Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: Um, he falls to the ground, she goes she goes to the roof, and he gets he gets beaten down like nobody's business.
3: He, he drops and the gangsters are immediately on top of him and shoot him like what three times in the chest? Yeah. And no, no, no
1: blood. blood. <laughs> Who is this guy? Check his wallet. Like, where where is he? Keep his wallet <laughs> take up the mask, and that happened with, that's when Vicky Vio tries to get a photo of his mask off. Starts so snapping foes and it distracts the goons. They start shooting up at her. That's when we get in the first big fist fight with Batman yeah. Yeah. and lays waste to these goons.
3: I love the guy with the twin swords. That that's
1: so small
3: twenty second sequence is probably the best Batman fight scene ever. I
0: wouldn't go that. Far. I don't know about with that. With like, like him
3: blocking with like his yeah, that is cool. But with I'm the, so... and the spark shooting off of it. <laughs>
1: I still say ben Affleck, the Ben the the Martha rescue scene in BVS with him fighting three, fight fighting three dudes at once, very Arkham style. Yeah, it is very Arkham style. Yes, but like it is iconic to see the sparks coming off. Him, but like, but it is
2: it is a great fight scene. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'm not oh, on So
1: it's so short, but it's so good. But however, I think it doesn't need to be any longer. That's how, how longer. I probably would fight with swords. I would just kind of swing them above my head, just like. <laughs> And I love how it's like, like
3: where did he come from?
1: I also love he's got a Muay
2: Thai fighting stance.
1: Yes, and I mean like I mean, very
2: very Dragon Ball Z. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of limited what he could do. He's like pa. And it, I can't like, believe it took what
2: like five six Batman movies until they got him to move his head.
0: Yeah,
1: because
3: well, they the, made it a joke out like the, 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 like oh it'd be actually nice to move my move my
1: head. Yeah, and, you know because like this started the trend that all the Batsuits up until The Dark Knight followed that it. it was kind of like this like really big solid piece like this did it returns obviously did it forever uh robin and batman begins and i and i and i am the belief like i've I made no bones about it. i prefer batman begins over the dark knight however it makes a lot of sense to have his suit like lo- that kind of limber in the dark knight right
3: the, ma- the shape of his cowl i think was better in batman begins than dark yeah. knight i do but you and i will disagree on though which movie was better because I preferred The Dark Knight over Batman Begins. Right.
1: And your brother prefers Dark Knight Rises. Yeah.
3: We don't talk about What a that. fool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and so,
3: he doesn't listen to this podcast, anymore.
1: Yeah, it's all right. And uh, so he remote control Batmobile like comes pick him up, and then we have him drive through the woods. I love the music in this scene. Oh my god, the music's great! And it's like the tracks go descend a mystery, and it's just like him driving through the woods that looks just like it should be have like a then kind of like Nightmare Before Christmas could be happening a few feet away. in I
3: always associate this this uh, this going on around like like October. Yes, because, just simply because of this driving scene with and all the... the leaves on the on, yeah. the,
1: on the ground, and. Yeah. And then, like Vicky feels like, "Where are we going?" And Batman's like, "Uh, I pay no attention to her." Uh, there's just some random trust. Yeah, me. this Batman Shh.
2: doesn't know how to have conversation. Doesn't know how to do small talk. Hmm? He's just he's like even Bruce Wayne. He's just very. He kind of just mumbles his way out of but, oh, come on.
3: Imagine Batman doing having small talk.
0: So, you where do you go. work? <laughs> where do you work? What do you do for work?
1: Uh, I, I'm a uh, seamstress. Nice, nice. nice. That's uh, that's cool.
3: What's your favorite color?
1: Purple. Uh, interesting Mine's voice. black. I can tell. You know, black's not a color <laughs> to some people. I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, like, uh, it just speeds up into the Batcave. No, but I do like
3: how she, like Mickey Mouse leaning closer, trying to figure out who who he like who he is. Like, he turns on the lights. light on, and, like, which is perfect because like that would like dark. You're in the dark. Your eyes adjust naturally, and then all of a sudden, this ah. LED light shines right into your eyes.
2: I also I love the back computer in this movie. yeah because it looks like an editing dock. It, it does. Might well just be an editing dock.
1: It probably was. And they decided <laughs> to just repurpose it. Yeah. Find out that Batman has cracked the code about all the chemicals, and so gives her the gives Vicky Vale the information, but t- takes the film from her after knocking her out. I, presumably, no, I, I
3: love the sequence. It's like why don't you? Why didn't you just give this to me? Because there's something I want from you. Oh yeah? <laughs> Covers her and then she wakes up kinda of like it's Mary Alan Morey. Actually does yeah, because she wakes up, her skirt's kinda of hiked up near her butt and she's laying on her face kinda of like what did Batman do to her?
2: Took the film. Oh, uh, it was all but it was all should, an innocent but it was in, it was in her it was in her bra. So yeah. Yeah,
3: I love how she rolls over and she feels it, it's like oh he <laughs> took the film
1: yeah. <laughs> And my dignity. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bruce Wayne did that earlier in the movie. Oh
3: I swear to God, I've seen that dick before somewhere.
1: I can't it's just it. pin it. I don't
2: know. Can you take your mask off? No. I'm
0: <laughs> oh, Batman. I'm oh, Batman. I'm oh, Batman!
2: <laughs>
1: Stop saying that!
2: Um, it's the only way Tim can finish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I did a chickpea, Vicky. Like, was that
2: the only way you could finish? <laughs>
3: I did too. but We never went there. <gasps> we never had a Batman fantasy. No, because I'm not you.
1: I
2: do now.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's like a good idea. Mm. Anyway, so she tells the 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 Knox. The story gets out there. We see the news anchors that are all kind of like gangly. i not gangly, but just all gross because they're not using any makeup and everything. And oh, that Joker's was a good gag. Joker's pissy. So has a sawed off pistol flare gun thing. Blows up the TV.
3: I thought it was the fist.
1: The fist bump was earlier. That was
2: earlier, yeah. yeah. He just he likes to.
1: He's a lot of TVs. Yeah, likes so blowing them up. Um, and then we cut to like probably the longest scene in the whole goddamn movie. It's the Vicky Vale apartment scene. I this this is what we were working up to. This is
2: my favorite scene in the movie.
3: Actually, it's one of my. It, I. It's one of my favorite sequences too. I wouldn't say it's my favorite, though. Now I'm thinking, of what is my favorite then?
1: That's my question later on. Yeah, but, which I need to think of. But
3: I do really appreciate
1: this scene. So Tommy, you take the lead in this moment. Yeah.
2: Okay, um, I love this scene because it's such it's, – it, it comes off as such it, – it, it supports the awkward introvert that Bruce Wayne is because he's trying to explain to Vicky I, that he's Batman. He's trying to say, I'm Batman, without saying, I'm Batman. Um, so it's it's such an innocent scene because at first he's like, there's something I need to tell you. You know people live? double lives, and like some they have Oh God, you're married. Oh God, you're married. No, such no, no, no. Yes. <laughs> it's such a great line. I love her delivering that. Such a good line and it's so 90s. I yes. love it. Um, then I know at this at this point uh, there's another knock at the door and they try to ignore it and he keeps trying to tell her she's he's Batman until eventually Vicky gets up and answers the door, at which point it's revealed it's Joker. Um, he comes in what actually? What happens? He tries to court her. He what is? What is he doing in the scene? Yeah, he's trying you, you, to kind of like pick her up, pretty yeah. much. And and uh, this brings my favorite line in the movie, where this is the this is the first part where Bruce Wayne is trying to talk down Joker, he's trying to like, oh, I'm I'm Bruce Wayne. Yeah, like, I don't know,
1: you know why? He, he throws his weight around. He's got swagger. He throws.
2: He, he's he's swinging a fat dong in this scene. <laughs> That's and he he. he creeps over. He kind of, like, nudges Vicky to get out of the way. And this is where you get the breaking of the vase with the the, the Fire fireplace poker. poker. And the, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts! <laughs> At which point he gets... He shoots him. Joker shoots Bruce Wayne.
3: Well, before, before like... Have you ever danced with the devil in the he, moonlight?
2: And he goes, what?
3: It's, it's something I like. Bomb. Yeah.
2: Shoots him. They take Vicky. Uh, <laughs>
3: no, they leave Vicky.
2: No, they... They, so do, they do leave
3: Vicky? Oh, yeah, they leave
2: her Vicky. Vicky and they leave her the present. Oh, that's right. Okay.
3: And first The
2: present was from the museum scene. No, no there I mean, was a
3: pre- another present in this scene where it pops out that it's a hand holding dead roses. I thought it was in the museum scene. No.
2: Oh, they, I'm getting my scenes mixed up. And she faints no. after um, not, that pops up. Yeah. Yes, okay. <laughs> the bulletproof tray. bulletproof well, tray. The, There's no way. There's no way that it, Silver Tray could stop that bullet. Well, it, well, it did,
3: so... It, it might not have been silver, but, like, it... Oh, you also have to... Okay, now I'm getting a little too MythBusters, in my opinion. It's also a small-caliber bullet being fired at him, and, yeah, that might have cracked a few ribs. Also, how do you know where he's going to shoot him? Yeah, that was that was It's that a was very a man with no, uh It's a very uh, fit, uh, fistful of dollars moment.
1: Yeah. 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 But at least he had a whole chest plate. The
3: heart you're out for What's Ramon um, Ramon yeah. Heart Ramone. I do have any other notes About heart. this scene I, But I love the introduction and How like In the beginning of the scene Where he comes over She's pissed at him And he's like I want to talk to you About something And she's just bah, 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 And he pushes Her Her, her dad's like Listen I like you You're a really nice girl But for the moment Shut up
2: <laughs> That's a great That's, that's great And just I mean, just like, that's and awesome and, and like
1: Her face like well, You just told me to shut
0: up like, yeah, he's, not, he's, like, She's
3: pissed But now she's
1: listening Right
2: So Alright so after this scene which is, I love this. I love the scene. I think it's great. I think um, I think Michael Keaton's great in it. I think Jack Nicholson's great in it. I think their interaction is fantastic. Um, Kim Basinger, looking gorgeous, doing what she does. Um, so, moving on from that, we get the Dance with the Devil in the Pale Moonlight mm-hmm. line, which catches Bruce Wayne off guard. And we find out that that's because that's what uh, the killers of his parents said to him before he ran away and didn't end up killing him but he shot his parents and this is the this is the only problem i have with this movie is i think they worked they did not need to tie in uh the joker as the killer of the waynes no
1: and since i saw it was so young i thought that's what the was i that's when when batman begins when it was joe chill i'm like why isn't it the joker right so um, Cause i was unaware of joe chill as the person who
2: actually yeah. did it as a kid this is the joker origin for me. Yeah. they For a character that I love has no origin story, it's pretty crazy that I grew up most of my life thinking the killing joke origin story essentially is the definitive origin.
1: Right. To some Joker. people it is.
2: Yeah. Um, although great ca- – because this is before CGI – Young, youngening. Yeah, that, we'll that young, that
1: young kid. Great cast. That kid who oh, yeah, yeah. plays. Great casting, uh, casting, young Jack Nicholson. Yeah, like was that was super creepy
2: looking too. Yeah, it nailed it. I think yeah. they nailed that.
1: Um, but like my like two cents on this previous scene is that, um, uh, I do like the moment. I, I like the moment when he's like talking about Jack, and it was just like and as a concept, pretty much like he's like, you know, he's kind of a bad a like hurt people. I like him already. You and know they want hold, they read the quote. Yeah,
3: uh, I know. Let me tell you about this guy, though. Know. Jack, mean kid, bad seed, hurt people. I like him already.
0: <laughs> now,
3: you know, the problem was he got sloppy, you know, crazy. He started to lose it. He had a head full of bad wiring, I guess. Couldn't keep it straight up here. He was the kind of guy who couldn't hear the train until it was two feet in front of him. Hmm. You know what happened to that guy, Jack? Well, he made mistakes. And then he had his lights out. <laughs> now you want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts.
1: As yeah, devil, have a have dance with the devil in the pale moonlight, which I've said so many times in my life. Um, so, yeah, Bat Bruce escapes somehow. Um, uh, Joker interrupts another uh, broadcast as the, the mayor, uh, Ed Koch, lookalike. says, like, uh, the parade's been indefinitely propo- postponed because we cannot guarantee safety. The Joker's like, well, we'll still have the parade. I'll throw out $20 million in cash as long as Batman just shows up and sees me face-to-face. Mm-hmm. Fights him
2: mano-a-mano.
1: Yeah. I've taken my makeup off. I would say you take off yours. I understand making him the killer of it because it makes it the, the fight at the end more personal. Mm-hmm. They didn't think they may not make a sequel to this. So they, obviously they were going to kill the Joker at the end. It's just it's just like another step of like Batman lore being trampled upon just to make the movie. Which we're going to get into a little bit more as the, as the third act rolls out. And so we had the flashback of murdering the Waynes. And I still love this sequence, this dream sequence, this flashback sequence. Yeah. It's it's still unnerving and, like...
2: It's done very well.
1: Yeah. It's done very well. And, like, there are times where I'll roll my eyes at the it, Waynes being murdered. Like, the only two ones I still really enjoy is this and the opening of BVS. Because the opening of BVS is so stylistically done. Right. It's I, done very
2: similar to this one.
3: Yes. I actually prefer this... This, uh... Wayne Killing scene over um, Batman Begins. Oh, really? Yeah. I just think because this is just more well done. I don't even
2: remember the Batman Begins Killing scene. Right.
1: Because it is abrupt. And that's the point of the scene.
2: I remember this scene. Very stylistic. I remember the BVS one. Very also stylistic. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you.
1: Um and it was the first time of me seeing the pearls falling and which we like, uh, like, I was like I, as a Batman fan I think I'll never get any woman in, in my life pearls because I feel like that's just like a of or death warrant like no oh I agree yeah you just bring bad carmen also car I think around.
2: pearls are tacky but
1: yeah I mean
2: they always get ripped off your neck and you get shot <laughs>
1: <laughs> you see a woman on the street like
0: damn it <laughs> <laughs> sorry lady you
2: know the rules
1: <laughs> you just break into the song you had it coming from Chicago. <laughs> um, Vicky Vale's in the Batcave. Yeah. Moving on. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Alfred is the right. best of intentions for this moment.
3: We, we, I mean, even Bruce Wayne's not surprised that Alfred did this. No. I mean, he was... I mean, Alfred throughout the entire movie has been hinting, hey, maybe you should tell Vicky Vale about your secret. Maybe you should, like, settle down with her. Maybe you should have... Maybe I should family.
2: put you
1: in the home, Alfred. <laughs> maybe you should go suck a dick. Maybe <laughs> I should get a new butler. <laughs>
3: you, can't, you can't find a new butler without all this, sir. I'll write a tell-all book. Actually, if I go missing, my publicist will publish that book. <laughs> Alfred. You devious bastard. <laughs> this is why I hired you
1: Listen, That was the imagine, imagine late 80s Michael Caine As the replacement With his cocky accent <laughs> So I hired your last but- Butler didn't work out I fought a shock In my last movie It was kind of Oh shit
2: <laughs> Yeah I feel like this Next butler's not going to work out either <laughs>
1: I think it was eighty-eight, eighty-nine. 89. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm happy I broke Dakota there. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, shit. So how about...
3: <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Okay, I'm back.
2: Did Warner Brothers have a contract with DC that, in the 90s anyway, that every Batman movie they make on screen has to feature a parade? What do you mean? There's a parade in this Batman. Batman Returns. There's a parade.
1: When is there a parade in Batman Returns? Batman Returns. The Penguin has a parade, doesn't he? The Penguins march on Gotham. The the, the red triangle gang attacks Gotham. I don't think he has a parade. I'm trying to, when is he? He what? has a, he has a the big train that has like they're kidnapping all the kids in.
2: I'm gonna watch Batman uh, Batman Returns again. I didn't watch it this Christmas.
0: Ooh,
3: yeah. I don't fun. watch
2: any Christmas movies this year.
3: Yeah, same actually. I've.
2: I-, I watched Christmas Vacation. All right, it was on TV, but like, oh, that's noted.
1: Yeah, I mean, sure, it's PG-13, the but like, but still, there are some parts. Of it, like, no, I-, I think I got I got a screening of Die Hard in for for Christmas this year. I missed Die Hard Limited too.
2: Mm, I, didn't, I didn't see Die. I- I've seen Die Hard. I didn't watch Die Hard. Sorry. I just saw your eyes like raise when when I said I didn't see.
1: <laughs> no, 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 I, I- no, 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 <laughs> no. I'm just saying like uh, you said I've never seen Die Hard. And then I'd be like.
3: Guess what? We're watching right now. Yeah, Podcast canceled. <laughs>
1: well, it's not like run for another two hours, and then just silence, and then come back. It's like, all right, now you see die hard. Um, and so Bruce Wayne uh, suits up as Batman.
3: Uh, we're just going to glaze over the fact the really actually great dialogue scene between Vicky Vale and Bruce Wayne in the Batcave. If you would like to... Uh... I mean, this is, this is another part of my favorite, favorite oh, by part means. of this movie. Um, I mean, it's such a great conversation because it really dives into the whole... Sp- mentality of Batman I think this is the most realistic Bruce Wayne answer that he can give he doesn't know why he's doing it he just knows that he has to do it
1: it's just like this is just his purpose in life in order to be Batman yeah
3: the world's not perfect and then she's like it doesn't have to be perfect mm. and it's like damn it Like, I I, I mean we're, I'm just quickly summing this up but like it for me this is a really great character scene for both Vicki Vale and Bruce Wayne but specifically more into the Bruce Wayne psychology mm. I
0: mean
3: it's it's a real the first time, not even like anime. I mean, the animated series touched on Bruce Wayne's psychology a little bit, but it's more still in the vein of him being Batman. This is the first time we actually get like a raw Bruce Wayne, like raw look at him.
2: We're saying like this is something that just I have to do, and when he we ask him to explain it, he just doesn't have an explanation. Yeah, he, he just
1: it, he he, yeah, has he to just, do just
2: it. does.
3: Yeah,
1: that he's just this is just like he has to, and he's like. Despite the fact that he would like to be with Biggie, it's just like I. Like, can I, we I, ever
3: love each other? I would like that.
1: But I like, but I got to work. I got to go to work because he's still out there. Yeah, and I got to go to work. And I, I like. I like the legend. Um, so, as Batman goes to.
2: As Batman. As, as
1: Batman goes to the chemical factory with the Batman and starts shooting up the place.
3: <laughs> shooting up the place, dropping bombs.
1: Like, how do you feel about this action sequence? Okay, here's my thing. Um,
2: Batman doesn't use guns. Correct? Like, we're... It's Unless like...
3: they're rubber bullets because that's what he used yeah. in, uh, Dark Knight Returns.
2: Right. Um, except rubber bullets, Dark Knight Returns. As... And Arkham Knight. Um... And if, yeah, if, if they're coming, there should be a lot of dead people. If the guns are attached to a bat vehicle, then guns are okay, I guess, for Batman.
1: I mean, uh, as long as he's not touching them and shooting. Within them. the first year, of Batman comics, he did kill, and this is more. This third act is more atypical of an action movie of the era than is a Batman movie. This is when John Peters, the executive, one of the executive producers of the movie, like, started getting more involved with the third act. Like, especially since, uh, Kim- uh Vicky Vale is supposed to die.
0: Really? Yeah. Really?
1: During the smile. And, like, and that sends Batman to a rage to go kill Joker. However, uh, that Kim Basinger left her husband of uh, many years and started dating John Peters and all of a sudden Vicky Vale lives to the end. I, I guess that's pure coincidence. I, <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's going yeah.
1: back
3: to me calling her a whore. <laughs> wow. Well,
1: and now, the, now your slut-shaming's <laughs> there, sir.
3: No,
0: don't, At sorry. least
2: with this, with that, with having Vicky Vale live, does, for us, is avoid that Batman rage moment, because we don't have that now. No. But could the death of Vicky Vale avoid the uh, Joker killing the Waynes? Could that have been what made it personal?
1: It could have. You think? I think they could switch to that, and that would have worked better. Yeah. And then, like, you still could have had – like it could have been, like – because they kind of follow, like, a James Bond formula afterwards because it's, like, every movie we have a different woman as a love interest for Batman, and it could go back to an Unimagined Secret Service or there are many James Bond movies where people that – James Bond was involved with um, die amongst his mission – but it goes into one of my favorite sequences of the movie, which is the Joker prey where where trust is playing, and he's throwing out all the money, and apparently nobody realizes. And you can tell it was supposed to be like it's Joker's face on a $1 bill, which is kind of what he mentioned about at the... You know, what, do you, or, what do you want? My face, face on a $1, $1 bill. bill. You can tell, especially when he releases a smile gas on him, there's a close-up of a guy falling on the ground, and he tries to cover his face with the money to try and breathe. You can tell the Joker's face is on the dollar yeah. bill. Yeah.
2: I figured those were Joker dollars. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, like, not
1: redeemable at Disneyland.
2: Oh, you know? Do you know that? Yeah, for a fact.
1: I tried. It, uh, it was not, working. not I, working. I tried my Monopoly money, and then I, I did was. Did you actually... try Universal
2: Studios? I did not. You, maybe you should.
1: I know. I didn't want to drive the extra half an hour there. I was yeah, like, yeah. I was already at Disney. I was like, I think I'm going. People
3: would have only worked at the Warner Brothers store.
1: Probably. Yeah. Oh shucks! But then the Batwing comes into the movie. My balloons. <laughs> Best lie in the movie. Those are my, my balloons. balloons. <laughs> he
2: stole <laughs> my, my balloons. How come
3: nobody told me he had, had one of those things? things.
1: <laughs> Bob, gone. Bam. Poor Bob.
3: Uh, I, I just. Lo- but To be honest with you, that's always one of my favorite Jack Nicholson acting moments in this movie because that would be the legit Joker reaction. Dude. Yeah. Yeah.
0: My balloons.
1: <laughs> he you stole, stole my balloons. Bob. Um. And I love, like, this is done in the 80s, so a lot of these special effects were matte paintings and stuff, a lot done in camera, especially miniatures. Like, if you watch this movie on Blu-ray, and you see, like, the helicopter that, when um, Batman calls the remote uh, people back to him after the Axis chemical blows up, it cuts to a model shot or a miniature of a helicopter. And you can tell it's just a Joker action figure and a goon, like, in a remote control helicopter. (laughs) Because when it turns, it's like it's like... (laughs) <laughs> like that is a that is a doll in there, especially and in in the Batwing miniature, you can see there's a little Batman action little Batman. figure. The same thing when they did um for um the Dark Knight Rises when they did a lot of the stuff for the uh, the Bat flying around, they put an anim- they built an animatronic Batman to be in the the pilot seat. Oh yeah, but um hmm. and so and I love the music in the scene and like he comes, Batwing comes swoops up the balloons, drags them up, and hmm. I love like. It makes no sense logically but the Batman Batwing goes up into the clouds. The moonshot. Moonshot. I always
2: smile the moonshot.
1: Yeah, it just plummets back down. Okay. Batman with the Gatling guns and the rockets.
3: He needs to get those calibrated.
1: Yeah. Or not use them at all. Like Because he kills people around him.
3: He doesn't kill anyone. There's nobody around him, but he just But no,
1: earlier on, before he goes the the run on Joker, he does fire at the cra- at the uh Goons, he does kill a few goons, uh, uh Joker goons.
3: Rubber bullets, that's what I'm saying.
1: Okay, well, how do you explain the rockets?
2: Rubber rockets.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, just, ow
2: Bonk. Ow. They're tear gas filled.
1: They're ri- they're they're riot
2: grenades. Yeah. They
1: shoot
3: rubber
2: bullets?
1: The rubber balls yeah. out. And then Joker pulls out the biggest hand cannon. So funny. I- that shouldn't have worked because we see his bending knees getting off the parade at one point the the parade float and takes down the Batwing with one shot yeah
3: I'll believe it (laughs) that's what Batman gets for
2: buying from China did it happen we saw it we're talking about it yeah
1: Yeah, I mean I would
3: not be surprised that Batwing had a made in China stamp on it
1: that's why we buy 10,000 of them and We bought the other pieces from China and we assembled them ourselves, Master Wayne. Good thing uh, we have spares. <laughs> and I, and the, the only part, of, like the ministry, that kind of gives it away is when it crashes. You can kind of tell, like the little cars in the foreground. Like, oh, those, those are Hot Wheels in the foreground right, right there as <laughs> that thing's blowing up.
3: It's not egregious, though. No,
1: it's not. It's not terrible, but it's, it's just a sign of the times. Um, Joker grabs Vicky Vale. Knox has been knocked on conscience. Knox is knocked out. Um, knocked out, Knox. Knock out. Uh, Mama said, "Knock you out, Knox." um
2: mama said knocks you out all
1: right cool all right look cool Jay, let's relax uh Joker comes up the figure with the giant gun still like all right <laughs> like like give me a purse <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get you to the sure. church so, and they decide they decide to climb the cathedral for reasons because they, that's how the ending's supposed to be because that's another thing John Peters and Peter Goober is like yeah we're gonna have this is how the ending's gonna be like all right Batman I need to
3: pick up in five minutes
1: five minutes Better make, make it 10. Yeah, look at gigantic the buildings. The cops finally show up after Joker, uh, Vicky Vale, and Batman are now in the well, cathedral. Why
3: didn't, sh- why didn't they just show up when, you The know, parade
1: was going on!
2: The Bicentennial Festival. The, Save the festival. The guy
3: killed most of Gotham. He has reduced the population of Gotham by several thousand people.
2: And Giul- Giuliani killed the homeless. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That guy was an elected official. <laughs>
3: so,
1: uh, not all heroes are games.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my god. Oh, no, I that. oh boy.
1: Uh Joker drops uh, a bell that that denies entry into the cathedral. I love how Gordon like it lands into the entrance and Gordon tries to push it, Yeah. like Nyeh. Yeah.
2: Alright, I've done my job. How do you guys feel about the Commissioner Gordon from this series, this 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 uh, quartet of Batman movies? Uh, he's pretty
1: much like Chief O'Hara from the sixties Batman show. Chief yeah. O'Hara was better. What?
3: Chief O'Hara was better. I didn't, <laughs> I, didn't oh my god. Mind, I didn't mind this like inside this movie, I think he served his purpose. Outside of it, uh going forward. He's a bumbling he was, idiot. Oh my god, it gets worse and worse. Especially
1: Batman Robin when he's like like what when... Batman,
3: I'm using Skype. <laughs>
1: He That guy's up to... been invented yet. Oh no! I'm lost in a time loop. <laughs> <laughs> um, it reminds me of. you ever watched the the TV show The League? Yeah. With uh, and like uh, the actor plays Taco John LaHoya. Yeah. You've listened to his raps? Uh, not since the league ended. Oh, but do you know, like, the WTF Collective, like, songs? Yeah, yeah. There's one in the, th- in the th- WTF Collective 3, like, he's just, like, uh, uh, I'm MC, he uses time irresponsibly. And at one point, he's like, I went back in time to see my parents on the-, the night I was conceived. We all hung out. We didn't, we all had a good time. Actually, now I think about it, they didn't have any lone time. No! <laughs> based out of existence. <laughs> And it has one of my favorite lines. I know it's good. It is, it is so fucked up. I, I said on a, on a podcast with you, Nikki. You you guys were surprised how I, I rattled it off because it was a line from the song, was like "MC Necrophiliac with all my dead bodies hat." And it's it's a whole stream <laughs> of of like having sex with corpses and everything. Oh my, oh my god. god! And that's when. There was a guy that called Chorus Guy who killed himself at the end of the second so it comes back as a zombie in the third one. <laughs> it's a whole saga, these these videos. I'll have to show you. Okay. So Batman climbs the, the top of the cathedral where Joker's goons are there because reasons. They're there. You know, plot. Yeah.
3: Uh, I especially like the one that jumps from like <sighs> enormous height and just falls right through the floor. <laughs> it's like... It and Batman just kind of like... He's that like, just happened? He's
1: totally taken off guard by this. And he has, like, the one bruiser dude that comes in, beats the enemy shit out of him, mm. and eventually throws him over the edge. Um,
3: This kind of has, like, a final boss fight feel Yeah, I get a video game. And
1: Batman, I love the moment when Batman comes, swings up and wraps his legs around his neck, bonks his head into the, the church bell, and then drops him down. Another,
2: another, th- another casualty. Yep. By, by the Batman. <laughs>
1: Um, Joker and and Vicky Vale dancing in the background, and Joker pulls his gun, and it just has the, you know, if without the, you, I I just couldn't go on. Click, and the little and, bang and flag comes flying screams. out. She,
3: she screams and faints.
1: Oh, uh, she doesn't faint; she just screams. Well, she kind of goes limp. She like ah! she
3: stays on her feet, but she goes yeah. limp.
1: Um, she notices that um, Batman's walking around. so she tries to distract him, Mister Joker, and she just starts kissing his shoulder, kissing his chest. She she. She kind of, like, falls out of frame. You're like, uh, what's going on? And then...
2: Dome. <laughs> Joker Dome.
3: kind of makes a face like he's ready for it. Uh, and then
1: he hears, like, excuse me. Joker turns to the side. Here, dances the devil in the pale moonlight. <laughs> he gets clocked in the face by Batman. Yep. And I love it when he punches him and he... Joker spits up the fake rattle uh, Generating <laughs> teeth at one point. <laughs> And he punches him in the gut. Uh, Joker punches Batman in the gut and doesn't do anything. And he's like, "You kill my parents!" Like, this dude's killed so many people in his life. Do you think he's gonna remember just two people?
2: No. You have to narrow it down, guy. Definitely not.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, it made it clear that like he didn't know what the hell he was talking about. Yeah. Like, yeah. You say, "I, I say you created me. You created me. I, you say that back. And like,
1: how childish so is have, this have, that? He you know, pulls on, puts on a pair of you know, glasses. You wouldn't
3: punch a guy with glasses, would you?
1: goes over it goes over the railing again. Um he pulls Vicky Vale and Batman over and they're hanging onto the edge of the cathedral. Uh Joker tries to uh get out of there. Batman grappling hooks himself grapples Joker to a gargoyle while he's holding onto the ladder attached to a helicopter. Gargoyle comes detaching from the cathedral. At that point if I was the helicopter pilot I'd just move on over to the church and just drop him. Like, alright there you go yeah if i can get close enough where the blade's hitting i'm like all right but joker falls to his death batman and vicky Vale fall but he grappling hooks into the safety it's always weird when it cuts through the shot of joker on the ground and it's just like his little laughing box is going off
2: that always was the creepiest thing to me as a kid yeah i was just like the first time i saw it i was like wait here's five-year-old tommy was the cassette tape talking the entire time? Exactly. <laughs> I,
3: I, I, I was, like, when I was a kid, like when I saw, it, like, it's like, does this mean Joker? That's not the real Joker, and Joker's still yeah. Alive? Like,
2: it's very confusing for a kid. <laughs> yeah. Like, but it is a creepy scene. It's a very
3: creepy scene, especially with this this smile still on his face and the dead stare. Yeah. yeah so, but why does he have that in his pocket? Plot. It's just like, yeah, I guess plot. <laughs> plot. <laughs> Like just in case my heart stops beating, this will automatically go up and have a It's a very joker th- it's a very
1: joker thing to do. Yeah. And it's just is ridiculous and it's just um cuts to the like I guess a couple days later where like Dent is holding a press conference and Knox is trying to have like one last like her, trying to get like maybe one last attempt at Vicky Vale, she kisses him on the cheek and says, Goodbye, Alex, we can be still be good friends. Friend zoned. <laughs> no, I, was like, I was like, oh, the job will never, never leave me. Goes has some question, as to say, like, if the forces would return to Gotham, call me. How do we call him?
0: For the <laughs> he gave us a signal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the bat signal comes on. Vicky Vale is picked up by Alfred. He's like, he's gonna be a little bit late. Oh, I figured. And we have the big triumph of music. At the camera tilts up, and we see Batman standing on the side of the building with the bat signal in the air and in the sky. And Batman eighty nine comes to a close.
2: Man, I gotta watch the last twenty minutes of that movie when I get home. It's a good, it's a good ending scene. Yeah, it's a really
1: good
3: ending scene.
1: And so, okay, favorite scene, least favorite scene.
2: Um, I, I said before, my favorite scene is the apartment scene,
1: which is surprising. Like that's something that I I, I, I like. I kind of tune out a little bit, at least the first half. Second half, I find more enjoyable when the Joker shows up.
2: I think I uh, see. I think it's a very underrated scene because I think the dialogue is great. That's also the the your beautiful girl, you're your wonderful girl. I like you a lot.
0: Shut up! Shut up! Shut up. <laughs> it's also
2: in that scene, yeah. that's a very very good. This, that, that's a very well written scene. That's yeah, why, okay. That's why it's my favorite okay. scene. Okay. Um, least favorite scene. I gotta think about that one. I really like this movie. Yeah. yeah, like it's and it's very hard to look at it without rose tinted glasses. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um, so looking at it blurly,
3: <laughs> as he takes his glasses off.
2: Yes, I can, gnar, <laughs> barely make out Tim's expression on his face. Uh, it's an expression we... of joy. Right. <laughs> um... Yes, yeah, an
1: admiration and loving and. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Are you legit drowning? Okay. Because I was thinking, like, how funny would it be if Tim just drowns right now?
0: I drown on land! Does any... Oh, I know how to work that. That's okay. We can take over the podcast. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Put his body next to Vicky Bales and Batman returns. <laughs> Batman returns. Dakota. <laughs> uh, favorite scene. So I'm actually, like, really thinking about it. The apartment scene is probably up there. But I'm kind of st- split because I do. So, no, it's okay. We're playing footsies on. That's all right. It's Batman Dead. I-, I met you just, what, two hours ago? I but we went to school play. together. I <laughs>
2: slept with most of the people I went to school with.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that. I started laughing. It was like a, it was a domino effect of who's laughing there. It's like me doing a venue. It was, it was very stagnant, like staccato like right there. Yeah.
3: Uh, the favorite scene. Uh, I am kind of stuck between the apartment scene and the reveal between... Vicky Vale and Bruce Wayne in the Batcave because I really love both scenes mm-hmm. and yes, yes Alfred did betray Bruce Wayne, uh, Bruce's trust there, but he he does, but he doesn't.
1: No, he does it for his own good because
3: it's like Bruce Wayne wanted to, but it's like without Alfred, he would never have admitted that he's Batman to Vicky Vale. No, but then the dialogue scene, I, I okay, I'm going to definitely put my stamp. The, the back that Batcave scene is my favorite because that is the most legit answer for why he's Batman. I think yeah, any show, it's not because of justice or anything like that. He doesn't know why he's doing this. He just knows he has to do this. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like that would be that's the best answer any version of Bruce Wayne could ever give. Mm-hmm. And I I really do appreciate that scene. Yes, a lot of people say, well, Alfred's a douchebag and he deserves to get fired. But then again, if he gets fired, he writes a tell-all book and. One thing leads to another, and he persuades
1: out as Batman. You mean to tell me that your your client, one of the most richest and powerful people in the world, is actually a secret vigilante that spends his night going from rooftop to rooftop beating criminals down to a pulp with his bare hands, and your idea is to what? Blackmail him? Good luck. Yeah, but it is Alfred. <laughs> you,
3: like I said, the whole joke, which like <laughs> my publicist doesn't hear me in the twi- yeah. in, like twenty four hours, he will publish this book. <laughs> yeah, like I think Alfred would figure something out. Like yes. That. So, but yeah, no, I still that would be my
1: least favorite. Uh,
3: it's a hard question. It's a very hard question. Um, what? Uh,
0: uh maybe come back to me. Okay.
1: <laughs> What's uh, your favorite scene, Tim? My favorite scene is a toss-up between the flashback, like, the lead-in, like, him looking at his parents' vial, like, him considering and going into the flashback and his realization that, mm-hmm. it's, that it is Joker is the one who's responsible. Or it might be... Oh, this is actually really tough. I, I love the Batwing sequence. It's because it is just... The music and everything is, like... It's because... <sighs> It has to play into the fact that, like, this is one of the early movies I saw as a kid and saying, like, that's the kind of stories I want to tell. It was, like, this, The Terminator, and Back to the Future, like, these movies that I saw at a very young age. And say like, like and the kind of emotions and feelings that this would act I would love to hope one day and able to make somebody feel like that and give them that kind of emotional charge. And so... This is kind of like one of the movies that led me down to wanting to be a filmmaker in the first place because I was exposed to it at such an early age. And the kind of excitement with that scene was especially with Danny Elfman's music because I think Elfman's score there is fantastic. I know I'm planning to do a podcast soon with like my top ten favorite superhero scores. And like this is going to be in the top five. Mm-hmm. If not number one, I'm not too sure. I have to deliberate that. And so it has to be that for the like least favorite. It might be... It's, it's not, not it's, so easy now, is it, Tim? No, because like every <laughs> scene I still enjoy, and it's like... Uh, it, because it's really hard. Uh, uh, it almost feels like nothing is out of pl- uh, like like As a Batman, we should object to him killing so many people and blowing up the chemical factory. I would think that would... But in
2: the context of this film, it's like, it these really are all good scenes. Yeah. These are all... There's nothing unnecessary in this movie. No. Uh, like I said, my only problem was having the tie-in of the Joker... Killing his parents, but like, you guys argued for that as making it more personal. which yeah, yeah I agree
1: with as like screenwriting, like one on one, like within the fact that yeah. like like taking if, it if out they, if, of... they if they didn't have made a sequel.
2: Yes, exactly, same thing. Um, but just it, well, like I said before we started the podcast, you remove Batman from this movie. It's still a really good movie.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. I you're, guess, miss, like,
2: you're missing a main character. Yeah, but like it's it's if this was not a bad movie, if it, if this was a if this was a crime movie, and from it's, Vicky
1: Vale's point of view, like we Vicky Vale's
2: point it. of view, remove Batman, put a cop there. Yeah, this would still be a great movie.
1: Yeah,
3: it would be actually, decent. It would be a decent '80s action movie. Though. Yeah,
1: and I think like maybe like the only disappointment, like maybe not the least favorite scene, but like a disappointment is like that when Billy D. Williams and Michael Keane never share a scene. Yeah, I think it's just a, that's just like a lost unfortunate. opportunity. Yes, and the fact that Billy D. Williams never came back to Two Face didn't he? He wasn't Billy D. Williams in Returns? Yes. No, I thought
3: he was. He I could have swore that he was. I could have swore he was i I I, I
1: will uh, bet you all the money in my wallet right now. Which one is in your wallet? I got like six bucks. Okay. Uh, Billy would Billy, <laughs> Billy D. Williams is none of that. I'm like I'm discrediting my debit card. Now. That's why I did. <laughs> that's why I'm, I specified the cash in my in my wallet. Um. <laughs> Because, like, apparently, like, I heard on another podcast, like, the the, the character of Max Shrek was meant to be Harvey Dent running for, like, more power in Gotham City, but they changed it at the last minute, so that's why Billy Dee Williams is not in the second movie, and by the time Batman Forever came around... But Daniels is not that big of a star. Tommy Lee Jones is coming off the Academy Award win off the, the Fugitive. And mm. and obviously, Joel Schumacher and Warner Brothers is kind of casting off of huge successes because Jim Carrey had, the previous year, in 94, he had The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, and Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. All came out the same year. Yeah, And he made half a billion dollars in 94 dollars because of those three movies combined. Um, And so, wh- another experience I want to talk about before. Okay, to- so
3: he wasn't. I could have sworn that he was. I thought he
2: was too. Maybe. Like small,
1: um, like he was in like, like, like one a cameo scene. kind yeah. of thing, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. Anyway.
1: Uh, Dakota and I had a very special experience with Batman um, and the Do you want to tell that story? When we saw it on the big screen.
3: You're gonna hate me, but I don't. You have to re- remind me.
1: You, Mike, and I went to go see this for the 25th anniversary at the Cinema R Center, where Denny O'Neill yes! was there.
3: Yes. Thank you for reminding me. No Denny yeah. O'Neill totally ignored me when I wanted to take a picture with him. But I peed next to him.
1: Yeah. You. You. you, you...
2: Is that where you asked him to take a picture?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would have ignored you too. <laughs> no, Mr. O'Neill. But... <laughs>
3: Excuse me, Mr. Dale. I know you have your dick out, but can I take a picture? <laughs> I mean, uh,
2: when in Rome, right?
3: <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. He answered my question during we're the Q&A. We're online. He, uh... Tim got a picture with him, which is lost time him. now. And uh, yeah, I was like, okay, oh, I take a picture with him. He, so it's like, okay, just stand behind him, and he just like was actually talking to the person behind him. <laughs> <was going> <laughs> i was like, I feel
2: stupid. Feel like Vicky Vale in the Batmobile. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was
1: for the 25th anniversary, and they had a special cre- screening on of it, and we got a chance to go see it. And like next year, will be the 30th anniversary. Mm-hmm. I hope they do something like that somewhere again. Oh my yeah, god, same. They awesome. also have the guy who wrote uh, "Superman on the, Superman, on, the ca- on on couch. the couch." But yeah, it's like breaking down the psychology of superheroes. I think it's Danny um, something. I forget the guy's name. I forget his last name. He was really he was really good moderator, and he just seemed like a really cool dude. Um, all right, let's talk about the influence of this movie. Um, obviously, uh, we have the Batman. Danny Figueroa. They were off. thank you so after this we had the batman the anime series which is like obviously that thing was greenlit because of that and a lot of the design choices were kind of
3: and surely take it from burton yeah Shirley walker was a composer for danny elfa conductor conductor thank you yeah. Conductor for Danny alpha and she took over the role of composer for the anime series
1: despite like danny elfa theme
3: but she, she really is to the themes next to each other it's it's the same but different.
1: Yeah, no, because as it further went along, Shirley's Walker, Shirley's music became more prominent, and she wrote her like her own kind of march that would use for like the Batman and Robin adventures, like intro. Yeah, and it was like, I can't, I can't mouth off the top of my okay. head, but we get it. Yeah, and so, and then of course you have the Flash '90s show which is very much akin to this. I hell, even, like, Danny Elfman does the theme song to that with John the Ship, who now plays Jay Garrick on mm. the Flash TV show Which I today. love. I
2: think it's great that they got him to play Jay Garrick.
1: Yes. I mean, that's why, like, I love, like, the CW stuff. Like, and Warner Bros. is, like, they'll never, they will, especially DC, like, probably won't forget the people that came, except for Bill Finger until recently. Um, that, like,
2: which, Dean... Let's, I just want to say, like, Shout out Bill Finger. I know, I know you long dead, and I know yeah. you ain't got much family left out here, but like, props to you for finally getting noticed. You guys street Batman. named that from last year oh, in gee. Brooklyn. Props. That's
1: yeah. awesome. And Kevin Conroy was there to like, kind of like, help unveil it. Yeah, I'm surprised Kevin Conroy does have a name in Westbury. Yeah, at this point. I wonder if he has like a, a like a lock or, or a ward in Juilliard. Uh, okay. okay. Small tangent here. Why has he not just been in a live action Batman movie at this point? It's like, I just look like just as a random person.
2: He's lanky as hell.
1: I know, but you like, know, like had him like, as like oh, a Oh not shortage. as Batman, as no. like just like yeah.
2: another character. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't want to do it.
1: Maybe, maybe he's been approached
2: maybe. and he's like, I don't want to act. I want I'm a voice actor.
1: Well he's He's acted like he he, he showed yeah. up the last thing I saw him inactive, he was in Kevin Smith's uh Yoga Hosers. Was he really? Yeah. And he pulls the Batman voice on them because they like, his Harley Quinn Smith, uh, Kevin Smith's daughter and Giant Depp's daughter, like they gave him a snarky response like as working in the convenience store. Uh-huh. He's like, ladies, that's not very Canadian-like. Let's go, Robin. He talks to his son and they walk out. <laughs> <laughs> it was just such a like, and his game was such a disgust look to it. He's just like, I'm just asking for a pack of cigarettes. You gave me a look like that? That's like, very funny. <laughs> by the way, after this,
3: I don't know if I played this for you, but after, from the newest Justice League thing, act, uh, Justice League Action, yeah. or whatever, there is this great Batman, Superman thing that goes on, and I have to play it for you because it's still voiced by Kevin Conroy, mm-hmm. but it's hysterical. Right. And, um, yeah, Yoga Hosers was his last
0: live action movie.
1: Um. And I think, like, without Dick Donner and Tim Burton specifically, those two directors, we wouldn't have careers of, like, Brian Singer, John Favreau, Christopher Nolan, um, Zack Snyder. We wouldn't have a genre. No. This movie proved that Superman was not a fluke and that comic book movies were still made in the 90s. They were not made to this degree. I mean, like, or successful, I should say. Because you had, like, the Captain America movie and the Fantastic Four movie made by Roger Corman. Do you think about
2: this. As a film person, um... I say film person. I, I guess I guess person. Film enthusiast. Uh, you are a person. But, I'm, like, uh, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, I am an individual. Like a film enthusiast. Okay. Do you think the Western never truly disappeared but evolved into the comic book movie?
3: Explain. So, things
2: like we were talking about in... Uh, the um it, that were going on in batman mm. like them shooting their guns up like cowboys yeah, yeah, yeah. all those tropes of western still pop up in superhero movies here and there
1: i mean it's funny that you mentioned that because i was watching logan last night cuz i finally got on blu ray and i realized that, like this is the unforgiven of, of superhero movies like that's how i try to classify it
0: mm-hmm.
2: cuz it totally superhero movies totally overtook westerns in both popularity and number of them being quantity, made. yeah, quantity, yes. Yeah.
1: The thing is, westerns were done cheaply. True. Now, and that's why, like, and o-
2: a lot of them were done overseas because so it was cheaper.
1: Yeah. Now the thing is, I know, like when like Lucas and Spielberg like made the proclamation a couple years ago that like you think the superhero genre will the bubble will burst.
3: Yep. It will eventually,
1: but like, I feel like there are times where, like another, like something like Deadpool or Logan or something else that be done a small budget that will yeah. revitalize it. Yeah,
2: that's what that's what needs to be done to keep the genre alive. Because if they don't keep doing things like taking chances like that, it will burst. You yeah. can't make the same movie three hundred times and expect to get the same turnaround. Yeah, like, no. look at the DC universe; it's like declining in quality almost because they're trying they're trying too hard to please everybody. Right. Yeah. Without being a... Without taking any chances. Yeah. That's... And
3: then Wonder Woman came out and it helped, helped yeah. that, that bring Brom back up. I but was then you see got how it goes. Ju- but...
2: Justice League, which I was personally like... I didn't mind Justice League at all. I thought it was, I thought it was a good movie. Um, it wasn't without its flaws. But like, I, I thought it was a fine movie. Um, but in comparison t- to Batman 89, it's like... Yeah. It's, not... it's garbage.
3: Yeah.
1: But then again, like, that movie came out last year... And maybe because we're not we're not children seeing this, this that could be somebody's Batman Eighty Nine to a kid. We don't know. That's true. It it could be. I mean, like it, like they'll people like can grow up say like no, like Jason Momoa is my Aquaman. We could see it. And but someone could every-
3: watch Batman Eighty Nine at any age and appreciate for what it is. If I personally just thought Justice League was okay to mm. kind, of, eh. like I went but, from like, eh, and
1: it kind of grew on me.
3: But but like but batman 89 a kid could watch it love it adult can watch it love it yeah justice league a kid could watch it love it but an adult could be like okay well what the hell is going on with certain things right
1: and i will disagree with you a little bit i feel like dc movies did take chances i think both man steel and bvs are deconstruction of their characters and comic book mythology it's just that's not a wide audience is not looking for that mm-hmm. i mean like that worked for Watchmen, which Zack Snyder also directed i mean because it was based on a deconstruction of piece of pop uh, culture so that's why Wonder Woman was more traditionalist in like the three-act structure and like the hero's journey specifically and they trying to rejigger the oh Justice League kind of to be like that and so I feel like that going forward will be kind of more of the mandate like it did take risk and it was successful financially but like critically was not like as it was not it did not get the glowing reviews of other comic book movies I think they
2: were a little harsh on it
1: they're overly harsh I, I do think it was just like it was a there are, it takes risks. It swings the pheasants. Last-ass last moves always take risks. And I'll never deny that. And so, like, some things will work, some things won't. And I do think it was part of, like, a kind of, like, a bandwagon kind of thing. And, like, there's, there's a lot of people I know that just, like, say, no, this is actually a lot better than you give it. But then you think, I, I, I watched Doctor Strange specifically, and it's a Marvel movie. Like, they got so much praise and i'm like this is you
3: fucking know, but, boring i mean marvel me. i was going to bring up the fact that marvel has started to like get a little like repetitive stale and repetitive you say you like, can't do
1: it 300 times i was gonna say well Yeah,
3: well, that's but they interject uh so marvel like you have they kind of start playing together i mean like let's be honest here um captain america civil war was just an okay movie i mean no. it was just another Avengers if there were, movie, but if without there wasn't Avengers so many
2: name. characters in civil war distracting me <clears throat> from the plot holes uh, I would. I just I don't didn't, think I would like movie as much. I didn't
3: like that movie really at all. Spider Man, they were trying to incorporate, but once again, Spider Man kind of fell a little flat. I mean, I love Spider Man, but Home Spider Man Homecoming was a little flat. I think it – that's I, grown on me. But, I actually bought the Blu Ray. But events. then you interject something completely out of nowhere like Guardians of the Galaxy, and that changes the formula dramatically to keep that bubble still going because yeah. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy is completely different from the the rest of the MCU.
2: But then you, yeah, but like like you were saying with Doctor Strange, then you have things that it, it it sounds like or looks like an executive walked into or Kevin Feige or somebody walked into a room of writers with the Iron Man script and just go make this movie, make it about magic, call it Doctor Strange. Make this movie, make it about a guy shrinking, call it Ant Man.
1: Yeah, the but, Ant-Man is definitely the Iron Man formula, but, it, but I still enjoy cool. it. Ant-Man I like because it's more I of a like Ant-Man, movie. too. No,
2: I like Ant-Man, too. I yeah. like Doctor Strange. Like, I, 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 don't, I, I don't dislike Doctor Strange. I have I, not seen Doctor Strange.
1: I, I, d- I wanted to walk out of here the first time I saw it. As a user
2: enthusiast of marijuana <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm like how are you gonna phrase this? I'm like
2: it's as a fan of the psychedelic arts let's yes. say that okay fair enough um i really like the visuals in doctor strange
1: yes i love inception too uh shut your gut <laughs>
2: you did it you snapped me i didn't think i was gonna snap but you snapped me
3: <laughs> um
2: you
1: shut your whore mouth
2: this isn't a podcast about Doctor Strange.
1: But no. We are talking about comic books movies in general yeah. at this point.
2: Benedict Cumberbatch, though. I love Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, yeah and like,
1: her, her, him and Tilda Swinton, I think, knocked it out of the park in that I think
2: they did great in that movie. I just, it, it just didn't, didn't blow me away.
1: No. I, 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 I've not been truly blown away. It, it just sucks that the two best – probably the two of the best MCU movies came out the same year. That was Winter Soldier and Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And, I, and I, that's the standard I hold. And those are you know,
2: both two – uh,
1: diametrically opposed.
2: Yeah, and they were both all, they both also took risks and shook it up a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I wish they would leave someone dead in the Marvel universe. That would be nice. Except just fucking Quicksilver, who like if, you, if you're gonna bring back anybody, how about bring back the guy who has you gave no screen time. Yeah.
3: Well, with Fox being purchased for Chris
2: We're gonna see a lot more of that. Oh this th- that that merger's got me worried.
3: I am very worried about that. I'm very worried about the movie. They, they just need to let Fox do what Fo- yes, the SL they could bring some new mutants being pushed over. back, which sucks. A year,
1: what does the new mutants are being pushed back a year? Well, because, no, well
3: because now they have to MCU it,
1: and it's becoming
3: Pg-13, not R. I don't yeah, want to see it anymore. Stupid. They should leave Fox to what the R movie, Fox Disney, because now whether they going to do Fox with,
2: do what Fox does, that's what they're good
1: at.
3: Yeah, what are they going to do the Alien series? What are they going to do with Deadpool? I mean, Deadpool two is too far along no, production at this that point, it's going to be where they are. Unless but you go
1: forward, what do you do? Shoot a post credit scene? Did it connect to the MCU now? However, like it did, you could argue that the the final battle in Deadpool is outside of Harry uh, Helicarrier.
3: Yes, which the director denied.
1: But, so he says.
3: So he says. But yeah. that is definitely looks like the Helicarrier. He's probably
2: told to deny it, but yeah. it, it's the same prop. Yeah, yeah. they use the same prop. Yeah. No, yeah.
3: but you, but but going forward, yeah, Marvel has to leave. Marvel has to leave certain things alone. You have to keep making rated R mar- uh, comic book movies
1: because they're different. They're refreshing
2: because there are rated R comic book stories.
1: Yes, first yeah. of all. Like okay, say so they reboot Blade now. PG thirteen. Oh, that would yeah, suck. I would watch no, that.
3: Nobody watched that. His name is
2: Blade.
1: Yes, he kills vampires
3: <laughs> with
2: yeah. a sword.
3: Yes, vampires
2: <laughs> drink blood. You know what comes out of them? Blood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> An ash glitter.
3: <laughs> glitter. <laughs> disney no. now has acquired uh acquired the rights to twilight which they're going to reboot and introduce into the mcu blade no.
2: versus twilight i would watch
1: what was it it was not the like gta 5 like you get like like you get kind of messed up and you start shooting people like oh no you go see the dude who's like selling like weed like outside like one of the like in downtown los Santos, and like you're shooting people and like glitter pops out of them at one point while well, you're yeah, high yeah you're stoned that's... yes <laughs> i'm like that's how imagine imagining like the killing the bad was just Party favorites coming hey, out. I can't
2: I'm still I'm upset they're messing with new mutants because that movie looked so good.
3: Yeah. Actually, tie it back into Batman. Yes. How awesome
1: would a rated R Batman movie be? We technically we did get that on the home video of B V S, which was R rated, but theatrically it's PG thirteen. Um if it's done on a smaller scale, I think why not? I say are you mean to tell me you can't do Grant Morrison's Arkham Asylum as a fifty or seventy five million dollar movie? Are rated, and you tell me that no, and you tell me that wouldn't make its pro, make its budget back and more in one weekend.
2: Yeah, come on, dude, like for sure. That's all in stages.
1: Ratings, I, you know who the only person
2: who thinks about ratings are? Studios. Yes, people going to movies, don't think about ratings. I mean, unless you have kids, it does affect you. unless you have kids, even if you have kids. Are you know, any kids with a Deadpool screening I went to the opening weekend,
1: a lot. That's true. That's what I kind of like when I went to go see the Saw 10 year anniversary. A family like brought in like their little kids to see that. I'm like, oh no, this is bad. Yeah, like nobody gives
2: a fuck about ratings but studios. Right. So they should they they need to stop thinking about that because they're going to, they're going to, they're going to fuck up the film industry because they're going to keep losing money, but it's not going to matter because it's fucking Disney. Yeah. They own everything now.
3: And go back. Like, remember, um, what, a year or two ago when they released the most uh, recent version of Assassin's Creed?
0: What, the uh, video game no One the movie. movie oh the Michael and, Fassbender yeah Michael Fassbender yeah, assassin, yeah, yeah. And
3: that was PG-13 right are you it, fucking kidding he's because, an assassin because, yeah. because PG-13 will bring more audiences to the theater but no the core it. audience
1: would not be there though they're the ones who will go back multiple times if it's a good movie it's respective to the source material but yeah but that's the problem with all the comic book movies because they want to make it like oh the, the audiences we're
3: looking past them because you're also selling the movies to mothers yes Little Jimmy doesn't need to see a rated R movie.
2: Little Jimmy's gonna do whatever the fuck he wants. But you Little Jimmy's me that gonna he's go over going... to
3: his friend's house, uh, friend's house who's uh, who lives with his father, and his father doesn't give a shit. And he's gonna take him to see a rated R movie.
2: There's a great scene. in... But I'm gonna
3: buy Jimmy M-rated video games.
2: Yeah, Call of Duty's fucking fine, but we can't, <laughs> we can't, we can't hear Deadpool say fucking pussy. But no, <laughs> we can just shoot people.
1: What were you we gonna something? say though? There's a, scene um, that... there's a
2: scene in The Simpsons. I think it is. Where um, they're they're like about to watch something. And it's was it itchy like, and scratchy? It was like it was like itchy and scratchy, or like it's, I think it was crusty something. It was a, I think I don't even remember which episode it was, but uh, Homer or Marge is like I don't know if I can let you kids watch this. It's stuff. probably Marge. Let's be honest. Um, no, I think it was Homer because he was like I don't know if I can let you kids watch this stuff. And Lisa goes, if you don't, we'll just go to someone else with more lenient parents. And he goes, fair enough. And he walks out of the room
1: <laughs> <laughs> because that's the idea as a kid. Well, I to go see, like, like my dad was kind of, like, questionable with other stuff. Like, I'll go to friend's house and watch Aliens. I'll watch Predator. I, meant, that. To, I
2: meant to say this before. How crazy is it that – when did
1: you see – before I say this, how when did you
2: see Terminator? With the first one? First one or second one. Any Terminator movie. When, was, um, when did you first see the – To
3: be honest with Tim, like, back in college. Really? Yeah. No, I, dude, be, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I wasn't even allowed to buy M-rated games until, like, 11th grade. Damn yo! My my mom have my mom and dad were very strict with the ratings. Mm-hmm. I mean, seeing an R rated movie was very risque with them as well. Right? They I mean they were the people that cared a lot. But then like sometimes it went through the cracks. Like I saw the movie The Ref at like age twelve. Right. Which is like, how the hell do I not see Terminator until I'm like fucking twenty? But I saw <laughs> The Ref at twelve.
2: What I was gonna say was, I think it was funny when you brought up Terminator earlier as like one of the early movies that influenced your storytelling. Yeah, I was like five uh, years old when I
1: first saw that. Yeah,
2: like I was a young kid when I first saw Terminator Two, and I'm just like both T- Terminator also and Terminator Two. But um <laughs> I, I just know what you meant there. <laughs> uh, why was I? Why was I six years old watching an R-rated horror movie about a killer robot?
1: That's a good question. Because your parents trusted you.
2: No. My parents still don't trust me. That's <laughs> <laughs> Revelation Theater we got going on here tonight. I don't know. I guarantee they're going to listen to this podcast and make sure I actually came here tonight. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, before we start going any further, uh, I would we say... We got way off topic for yeah. Batman 89. <laughs> Final thoughts on Batman 89. Uh,
2: Does it still hold up? Absolutely. I think so. Absolutely still holds up. I think it definitely still holds up. I think it's still a fantastic movie. It's... Top three Batman movies for me. Mm-hmm.
3: I would say it's top three Batman movies for me as well. I just like I just thought about it. Um, we when uh, just for the all the haters about how like Vicki Vale didn't need to know that it was bat that Bruce Wayne was Batman. She did figure it out at one point in the mm-hmm. movie where where uh, Knox does give her the files on Bruce Wayne as a kid and like you know the star- the thousand miles stare as a kid to the camera which she's seen be- like seeing him on his face before and then knocks like what, what does something like that do to a kid she figures out right then and there so that's why she went to wayne manor to confront him and then brought him downstairs mm. then alfred brought, brings her to the back cave so
1: right i still think this movie holds up i think it's the fact that it's told out of time it kind of like we have like kind of like this 40s noir kind of thing but we have prince music and 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 inform the kind of aesthetic that would be part of the batman anime series which we all are huge fans of mm-hmm. it still holds up and sure i know like oh they like like because there's so many people like once the nolan movies came out like no this is the definitive batman there's no way like and like there's like it's a different take on Batman. yeah and i'm a nolan fanboy i i fully recognize that but however i can still step back and say like no there's no such thing as a, perf- a perfect iteration of Batman because there's been so many different interpretations throughout his entire career. There is a
3: perfect iteration of Batman. Mask of right. Phantasm.
1: That's all right. That is my favorite. I'm not going to say it's perfect because people may not like that. People may not enjoy it, it and is that's perfect. fine. People will go. People can enjoy the TV show The Batman if they really wanted to, and, and, and like I oh, know that's a bad TV show. God. There's probably fans out there for it. I'm not going to. They probably them are.
2: They probably are, and like I'm not saying they're wrong. No, I'm, so, I'm not a fan. I'm there. not saying it's a. I, I've I've watched a couple episodes of it, and
3: I watched three or four seasons. I don't
2: mean I'm not like you watched three or four seasons of that show.
3: I actually did an online review of it, and no, I man, wanted I'm to watch sorry. the entire thing, and then I just couldn't take it after a while. <laughs> <laughs> I just gave up. He tapped it. out. I pretty. don't
2: even think it's a bad Batman
1: show. I just <laughs> think it's a
2: bad. Show
1: yeah, <laughs> I mean that's why Batman: Brave and the Bold is so much better. Batman: yeah. Brave and the
3: Bold was uh, was excellent.
1: It's like right up there with me, like with Batman: The Animated It's like ascended that high. Well, because
3: him. Batman: Brave and the Bold knew what it was and they weren't going to change change it. No, and it was perfect because yes. it was great. Right, best best iteration of Aquaman ever.
1: Yes,
2: the Batman had four seasons.
3: Four seasons. Last season was kind of like a Justice League, huh? Yeah, but the thing yeah, I'm surprised
1: it was that successful. Honestly, yeah, that's what I'm
3: saying. <laughs> it, it, the little kids were watching on Saturday morning. I heard, like, WB I heard, though.
1: like, the one he fights Dracula. Apparently, that's a good anime movie, though. Really? Yeah. Batman
2: versus Dracula.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: the Batman versus Dracula. Oh, sorry.
2: Um, the
1: Batman. So yeah, who are you?
2: I'm, I'm the Batman. Nah, fuck you! Fuck you!
1: <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> but, but at the time, when the Nolan movies were like, what is it? The Batman. The
3: Batman. Well, that's that. I mean. Uh, Cillian Murphy Cillian Murphy Cillian Murphy
2: is so good in that movie
1: <laughs> oh maybe you should have some anyway now so as we start to wrap up here now Dakota if you want people following with social media and your links and everything where can they find you well,
3: I am on uh, your phone yes on my phone I'm just bringing up my phone so I know what the hell to say to the ca- to the microphone I'm
1: surprised you need, you can't just remember off the top of your head
3: I never memorize anything yeah uh. like my feelings Okay, so, you actually now have a new Instagram account.
1: Woo! DW Pepe
3: underscore art is my Instagram handle. You can see all my art stuff on there. And there's also a link on that to my DeviantArt account, d- uh, dwdrawings.deviantart.com. Uh, if you choose to follow my personal um, Instagram account, don't be amazed when I don't accept you. DWegan91 is a private account, so, you know, check that out. Mm-hmm. And I kind of did kill off my v- blog. My review blog. So really? All my, yeah, because it's just eh, too much work. So, but all my reviews are on com. if you want to check those out.
1: Okay.
2: Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at OddThomas, O-D-D, Thomas, F-F. Flannel. I have to do that for my homies. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't have a personal account. It's kind of like blended in there with my music account I uh, did I say this on the podcast that I was that I'm a musician. Yes. yes. Mentioned that already? Okay. I don't remember. Um but um yeah, you could follow me there. I also have SoundCloud. Uh you could get to the SoundCloud from Instagram and Twitter or just message DM me. Mm. I'll probably answer you. I'm a regular person. Yes. And I I'll send you I'll send you the music.
1: I was to say what is your SoundCloud uh, account?
2: Let's find out. Uh... And you were busting my chops. <laughs> Cuz I don't Cause know. Cuz I remember, I
1: know my SoundCloud account.
3: It's too special i
2: made Shout it i made the link a while ago man url you know how many odd
1: ah, Thomases there are <laughs> well, i know a few of that's for sure uh, how many of my personalities have you been talking to <laughs> shut up uh <laughs> 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 well he figures that you follow me on social media you can follow me on my twitter at timothy rooney Two. my instagram at T rooney Ten Twelve. uh you can listen to my other podcast I'm doing called Please Rewind the RF4RM Retro Show, which you can find at rf4rm dot com four is like number four. Where a new part, I'm part of the new uh, Real Fans Network, where other shows include Holy Badcast, where we talk about all that's the show all about Batman disorder, about every Disney movie, and. and animated movie in in order there's taking the bullet where roman and leroy look at bad movies so you don't have to there's obviously the real fans the the podcast to start all let's all talk about movies like trailer breakdowns and etc and so please rewind all about retro movies and all about the new kind of anniversaries that are coming up in 2018 and if you enjoyed this show you can subscribe to both actually both shows on itunes leave us a five-star written review and so you can get a shout out for us and we'll give you a uh a digital high five afterwards because it's helping to get the word out there and spreading the the good word and joy and everything. High five. As obviously you can follow this podcast's Facebook page, the Anything Goes podcast on Facebook and my YouTube channel through the Lens Productions, where my latest short film is actually actually not short film, it's a commercial for Please Rewind, uh, the RF four RM show. And stay tuned for a lot of stuff coming from there. And, Tom, are you ready to...
2: Yeah, I found my SoundCloud page. Don't. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's soundcloud.com slash oddthomasff. So it's just my handle without the at sign. Right. Should have figured that. But, you <laughs> no. know, we all make mistakes.
1: Yeah, but um, don't you have something kinda coming out soon?
2: Oh, yeah. I'm releasing an album February 9th mm-hmm. called Film Noir. Mm-hmm. Um, the concept was... I produced all the music. Uh, the concept was the soundscape of a noir film. And then I went back to the instrumentals and I wrote raps and songs over them and recorded them. And that should be out February 9th. Um, and yeah, I actually just got booked to do a show on 420 in Denver. Ooh. Now, my only quarrel there is I got to get to Denver.
1: That's not hard. I mean, it's it's not, not that hard. hard. No. Yeah. I just gotta Especially get... this, like, you have plenty of time to get. I got some time. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So that's, that's some cool stuff happening. Yeah. Coming up. Um, yeah. Yeah, other than that, I don't think I have anything else interesting coming going on in my life.
1: All right. And stay tuned, everybody, from the show. We have the continuing series between my buddy Mike and I as we review all the Halloween movies once a month leading up to the new Halloween movie coming out in October. Mm-hmm. Um,. And we have very special episodes coming up because uh, it's episode 89. Episodes 98, 99, and 100 are very special. Uh-huh. And you have to stay tuned for that. I hope everybody's enjoyed this review of Batman. I hope everybody's uh, enjoyed our ramblings for the past nearly three hours. <laughs> uh, and guys, I want to thank you for taking time every night to uh, discuss.
2: Yeah, I had nothing better. It was a pleasure to be here.
0: All right, Thank then. you for having
1: me. Everybody, I hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll talk to you soon. Bye! <laughs>